are back. It is time. Yep. <laughs> What's the business, y'all? It's your boy Justin Nine Five Four back in the building. We're actually early. We're usually like either late a week, but I guess technically we're early. It's not. I don't think it's been seven days. No, no. The last episode came out on. I think we recorded on Wednesday or Thursday. So yeah, we're we're early. It's nice. Tuesday. This will be up tonight, so I can say that, and everybody can be like, "It is Tuesday," or "Well, it was Tuesdays." So. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I'm trying to find the slot to save this shit so I can turn it off. Boom, found it. You are not in the building at my building. You're in a. No, building. I'm in. I'm in my house. <laughs> You're in everyone's building though, in their ears. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're we're here. You know, it's fucking quarantine. We're still. You know, surviving. <laughs> yeah, man, still doing this fucking damn thing. Uh, it's whatever, you know. How how much can we talk about the same? It's the same shit, you know. Yeah, everyone's going through it. It's just it's just funny that here we are. It's never ending. Yeah, what is it like week six now? Uh, yeah, somewhere in there. More, I don't know. I can't remember. I couldn't believe it was May. Kelsey's birthday is next week, and I totally forgot because i could i didn't even recognize you know like what month it was that's how fucked up i am yeah yeah two days ago was my mom's birthday and i didn't realize until like yesterday and i was like oh fuck yeah but we don't celebrate birthdays so it doesn't matter anyways but it's still nice to acknowledge someone yeah um if you want to celebrate us you can go to facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast you can use that for twitch which keith has been streaming uh YouTube uh, and our Gmail, which is nerdsapodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to check our Instagram out, it's nerdpodcast. Um, this week, we're just going to talk probably some more Final Fantasy VII Remake. I've been playing quite a bit of it. Um, and we have yeah. a little bit of news. Uh, and I've got an email to read. So we've got some stuff. Cool. Yeah. And I've been playing a fuckload of games and something new came out. So I got like a little mini. I didn't beat it yet, but I got a little mini review. Or I guess kind of like a. Uh, what's a review called when you don't beat the game like a review in progress usually is what okay they would, i was gonna know. say preview but preview usually means it's before release like beta alpha shit yeah okay. well it's mostly like a new release like ign will always do their reviews in progress and it's just because it's a it's a newer release so they you know haven't beaten it or whatever yeah um but yeah um Let's just jump into our weeks. I mean, mine was shit. You'll have a little bit, you know, more to talk about. But I we... have like almost. Yeah. So why don't we? Surpri- why don't we do this? Surprise! I talk too much. No, no. But I, I mean, got shit to talk about. In this case, is what it is. But why don't we just go over quickly anything kind of standing out, and then we'll talk. Like our topics will just be, you know, whatever we want to talk about because it's not, you know, we don't have like anything to review. You know, I'm gonna update my Final Fantasy VII remake review. I'm not done yet, but. I'm going to up the score a little bit and, and talk about, um, you know, the game a little so bit. Your so. experience so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last time you were really early game last time, I believe. You were still, like, in chapter, like, two or three, yeah. I think. And spoiler alerts, I was playing it wrong, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it, it's it's my fault and the game's fault and everybody's, you know what I mean? It's, it's just what it yeah. is. I wasn't playing consistently enough to remember a lot of shit like i'd play an hour and then not play for like four days and then play an hour you know it's like it it just wasn't sinking in um and i was treating it like an action game which i think is the biggest failing it has is being action combat when it's really not like 
it is and it isn't. You really shouldn't treat it like an action game. Rolling no, isn't made to dodge everything. Like it's good to dodge um, you know, spells that have like a fireball that comes at you. You can dodge those. You can roll out of the way. Um, melee attacks, you you get no iframes. So if you're gonna roll, you need to roll away, like a yeah. distance away. So it's what? it's it's whatever, but we'll talk about it. Um yeah. but, or you could keep away from your enemy, like you know, they have an animation. If you if you're out of their range, they're yeah, they won't yeah, hit yeah. you. But anyways, yeah, we'll get to that. Running, by the way, is the secret. Just run in a circle. <laughs> Just yeah, run I away. Early on when you were like, and you can't even run during battle. That's stupid. And I was like, Pretty sure you can run, dude. <laughs> but you just have to, like, I don't know, anyways. No, no, no. It's, it, you can't It's weird because if you're too close to them, you won't run. But if you're far enough, like, if it's a boss enemy and you're far enough away and you unlock, you can freely run around. Yeah. And, like, run and shit. But, yeah, um, it's, it's, you can't sprint because if you sprint, it's just going to switch. You know, it's going to basically pull up your menu and switch persons. Like, whatever. It's, yeah, but what topics. Are there nothing? We just we have some news. Um, so all, that's what I meant. What, what news came out? Um, we got some Star Wars shit, uh, and we got a couple of just movie stuff, movie and TV show stuff. But okay, we you know what? We'll actually let let's uh let's go. I'll go through my week. Why don't you go through just like the baseline of like what you've actually just been playing that you want to talk about, and mm-hmm. then we'll talk like fighting game shit because I know there's a lot to talk about there. Yeah. Um, but I'll do the news first, and then it's funny. I like to I like to do uh, inside baseball on the air because why not, right? But I'll do yeah, news, and then we'll then we'll go into our long form topics because then that way, you know, if people just want to bail, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, why would you listen to a you and me episode if you want to bail? But I highly doubt it. Yeah, I highly it's doubt been. <laughs> it's been one, not even a week, but it's been a week. Um, okay. It's been two weeks for you. You know, it was your off week last week. Mm-hmm. Um. I have just been playing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen and Final Fantasy seven. Uh, I got uh, Trials of Mana that I do want to play. I just haven't, you know, I, I don't want to stop my playthrough of seven, just because I don't want to come back and feel like I don't remember how to play, you know. And like I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting better at it. Like I've beaten every boss first try now. You know, I get fucked up. Like I've had to use a couple Phoenix downs and things like that. But generally, I've I've been doing better. But um. 14 um, i i'm at the end of the first expansion at this point i'm two quests away from the end of it it's really good like the story of heaven's word is better than uh 15 and 13 for me like story-wise the the actual like because the way that final fantasy 14 works is an mmo so there's a bunch of fluff quests but there are mainline story quests that take you through a story you're a central character in it and like you know you're in the world doing this thing Nice. It has some it has some filler in it. You know, every every two or three quests you'll do like a chain of three quests that are just bullshit. Like go talk to this person, go talk to that person, you know. And a lot of times it'll be like, go do this dungeon, and then you just randomly do a dungeon with four other people and they don't exist. You know, they're like in the story, but not really. They're just like your team. Um, but man, it's good. Like this is really well written. It's it's like high level Final Fantasy writing, which I'm I'm glad for. Um, I know the next expansion is supposedly not as good, um, but the the third one, which is you know the one after that, is awesome. So I'm really excited to kind of get through them. Uh, I did pay ten dollars. Um, I probably mentioned this, but I paid ten bucks to get to Heavensward, which is the first expansion, because I wanted to start that story, and I was getting sick. Like, what happens is 
you beat the main campaign, right? Like the main story. And then through patches, you know, through the year or two before the first expansion, I think it was a couple years actually, um, they would release more and more story quests, like kind of progress the main story, but not really. Like it's it's done, but they're like, here's what everyone's doing. And, you know, the world's evolving in that way. But it's a, it was a lot of bullshit. Like I did 20 or so quests, maybe 25 out of 100. And like out of the 25, three were probably good. Like, you know, progressing the story. And the rest was just like, go give this guy some fish. Go bring this person wine. You know, go over here and kill flamingos because they're eating this guy's rice. It's like dumb, you know? Yeah, just like fluff filler bullshit yeah. quests. And they had an option to pay, I think it was $11, and it would catch you up all the way to the Heavensward content. And I really wanted to do it because I wanted to play a tank, but I wanted to be the two-hander tank, which was the Dark Knight, and that you have to be in Heavensward. It didn't level me up. It didn't do anything like that. It just gave. It basically completed all those quests and gave me the money I would have made on them. You know, like whatever the amount of money you get for each quest reward, they just gave you that, um, which was really cool. So, I looked and between Heavensward and Stormbringers, the the next expansion, there's only like twenty or thirty quests. So I'll just do them. You know what I mean? I don't mind doing that. But it was like I think it was like hundred and fifty quests between ARR and Heavensward, and I was like, I really want to be a tank. Because to do dungeons and stuff, you queue, and if you're DPS man, which was what I was, because I you know play with Brian uh, from Comic Slobs and uh, Greg from Comic Slobs and a couple of their friends, and they're tank healers, you know whatever. So I just picked the DPS. Well, when I'm soloing, like to queue for a dungeon took 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Whereas as a tank, it's less than a minute. Like it pops immediately because you need a tank and you need a healer every time, you know. So so you pick a role and then yeah, and so. Okay. The thing is, the cool thing about Final Fantasy XIV is it's got a job system. So you just change weapons, and now you're in that job. So, and you can level them all separately. All Your one character can be everything, which is cool. Um, I usually hate that. Like, generally, I love to, like, this is my guy that is a tank. You know what I mean? I'm, that's my character. I kind of build around it. I usually name them around it. Like, a lot of times I'll name goofy names. But if I'm playing alone in a game, a lot of times I'll have, you know, my old school, you know, Calarock, I think, is the name. Like, I've never really say it out loud, but that's what it is. And it's because that's the name that <laughs> I got uh, EverQuest when I played originally. They forced my name change. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it was like... It was... Know, uh, was it Heavy Blunts or something? No, 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 no. So, in Dark Age of Camelot, they did, and that's Dog where... Dog Fart. I, it, was, um, it was Stone Boner. <laughs> Stone Boner. Originally. So, in EverQuest... In EverQuest, my name was it was something it was something stupid. Like it wasn't even offensive. It was just dumb. And and I played early on and you know, they were a little bit more heavy into like having RP names. And so then they named it and I didn't check. Like, you know, I didn't play all the time. I was playing as much as I could, but I wasn't playing for days at a time. So they gave me two days and it was my last name that they didn't like. I think I called it it was like smashing things or something stupid like that, you know, like because I was a paladin, so I thought, oh, or smiting things, something like that, I think. And so they made me change it, but they made me change both names. I don't know why, because I think originally it was like some dumb like some dumb fantasy name I made up, but whatever. And yeah. so they made me change it, and they gave me Calarock. And then, you know, so I was like, that's a cool name, so I just use that always now. That's just my name. If I'm playing, like, a real character, like Dragon Age Origins, my guy was named Calarock. <laughs> like... You know, Baldur's Gate, Calarock. You know, all those, Divinity, you know, all those games, I just named my guy that because that's my fantasy name. 
in this, my name is Tim Allen Aua. <laughs> like the sound that he makes. Yeah. Because I was joking with Brian when I was making the character. We were making that noise. So I thought it would be funny. And you have to have, yeah, you have to have a first and last name. So I thought that'd be funny. Um, and I get the biggest dead boner shit. Ever, I know. <laughs> and I get a lot of compliments on it. It's really funny because, like, people our age know that, you know, like they were alive when Home Improvement was on. So it's yeah. such a dumb name. And it's funny because in Final Fantasy 14, a lot of people have like legit names. Like, you know, they're, they're mostly anime, like very Japanese, uh, cutesy names, but yeah. they're, they're like a lot of people have legit names. Uh, so it's just funny. Uh, Greg from Comics Lab's name is Joey Turnips, <laughs> which I love. And he's a little uh, Lalafell, which are like the little uh, gnome kind of people. But they're really, they're a lot more cutesy than a gnome. Uh, they're like little animal guys. Um, and he has green, he has a green pompadour. Like very uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure pompadour. Which is what I had originally. My guy was Tim Allen. And he uh, had a little pompadour. <laughs> How do you spell that? A O O O A H. Aua. Okay. <laughs> um But yeah, so I've been having a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying the story. Like the Realm Reborn story is not bad. It kind of picks up at the end. It's a little meh, and I had already done all but the last two quests when I first played, so I was really bored of it this time, you know? And I got to level 40 on another character a couple of years ago. So I had done a bunch of it again. So I was just like over it, you know. But man, Heaven's Word's been great. And I'm really excited to do um, Stormbringers or St- Storm something, Storm, whatever the new I one think, is. I think it's Stormbringers. I, I think I saw like, because I, I see it online and it looks really awesome. Wait, uh, I just sh- know that I don't have the capacity to play online games. It's Shadowbringers. And the last one was Storm something. Storm, Storm I don't can't remember, but... <laughs> Um, but man, and if you want to see a, just a cool cinematic, watch the, uh, opening cinema, like, or the trailer for Shadowbringers. It is so cool. It's like this guy, he's, you know, the main character that's been kind of the main protagonist. He's, he's sort of like a player character, you know, so it's not like he has a name. He's just a nobody, but he's been like the opening cinematic for each game, uh, or Mm -hmm. each expansion, man, he's like fighting a fucking angel and uh he's like changing jobs and you know like so he's like he starts out as a samurai it like shatters his sword so he dives back becomes a paladin like runs in does this shit or a marauder so he has like a giant axe then uh he gets like repelled again and you see him like in going to a dust cloud you hear the class change noise and he fucking flies out as a dragoon so he's like jumping with a spear and like it's really cool um but yeah and uh, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy, like I said. I started Bosch, the this detective show on Amazon, because I thought my mom liked it, but she told me to watch Goliath. But they're both like old people shows, like, you know, kind of like procedural. Like Goliath's the Billy Bob Thornton show about a lawyer who's like real fucked up and weird or whatever. And so I saw Bosch because I was I started rewatching Psych from season one, which I love Psych. I've seen every episode. I love it. It's one of the best shows ever. If you've never watched it, it's super fun and it's on Prime for free. So watch it. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I wanted to, I, was, I got like six or seven episodes in and I was like, this is a little too light for me. I just want something like moody. So I, I wanted detective stuff. And Bosch was there because I was watching Psych. It was like, you might like this. So I was, wa- I started watching it and I really like it. It's definitely an old person show. You know, it's definitely like, old school detective kind of you know not detective it's about a detective but it's old school in that way you know it's like a very yeah. uh 
straight laced detective who's really by the books. But there's like some cool shit to it. Like he he's not like every criminal is a piece of shit. He empathizes with criminals more than a lot of cops do because his mother was a prostitute um, and got murdered. Like that's his backstory is like what kind of st- turned him around was her getting murdered. Um, cause as a kid, he was in foster care cause his mother was a sex worker. You know, he got kind of taken out and he was in like, uh, foster, uh, like an orphanage type thing. And this, you know, some guy was beating the shit out of him. And so he started acting out and that got worse and whatever. So then his mom gets killed by somebody and never, he never gets, whoever killed her never gets caught. So like he empathizes more with criminals and he's not always trying to basically put everyone in jail that they suspect, you know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of cool in that way, but um yeah and i've been watching psych and i play final fantasy for like you know two hours every day usually after work and then i play 14 for a while um so yeah i also pre-ordered uh man i just saw this randomly it was just i I don't remember how i saw the ad but they're re-releasing xenoblade chronicles again onto switch but like remastered so i got the 80 dollars version that has a art book and shit with it but because nice. I really love Xenoblade Chronicles. And I'm probably going to play through it again and beat it this time. Because I have I always get like 50 or 60 hours in. And I don't beat it the first time because my Wii died. And then when I played on 3DS, I was playing it basically every weekend. I would take the train up to see Kelsey and I had an hour. so And I had a long commute. And so like I would play it at those times. But then, you know, 3DS is a tough game to just sit down and play at your house when you have a PlayStation and a PC and, like, you know, everything that has good graphics. So, Yeah, tell me about it. I barely touched mine. Exactly. So uh, I pre-ordered that. That comes out the 29th, so I'm really excited for that. And if anyone hasn't played it, because it was really hard to get your hands on originally for Wii, it was a GameStop exclusive limited edition game, which is some bullshit. Um, yeah, you know it's, it's really like uh, Hagane on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, or Last Story, which was by one of the original Final Fantasy creators. He made a game for Wii that was, I think, GameStop exclusive too, and it was called The Last Story, which is funny because it's the Final Fantasy or you know Final Fantasy and the Last Story. Yeah, I played it. It's dog shit. Like it's cool in terms of story and graphically. I like the designs, but the controls were dog shit. So. um mm-hmm. Rip. One last thing I want to buy, I found uh, somebody, there's an import game that is Final Fantasy 7 and 8 remasters for Switch on a like a physical game. One Switch cartridge with both games. And I'm That's like, pretty neat. I'm like, I, I just, just like wanna... the OG PS2 looking versions? Yeah, yeah. Like the, or or the, the, yeah the, so the remasters of those, like the, uh, just where they kind of smooth out the textures and, and that shit. Like, the newer, I think it's the Final Fantasy VIII remaster that just came out like last year. Mm-hmm. I think it's that one. But, oh, it's that one. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, man. and it's on, it's physical. So I found one for I found it. It's, it's on Amazon for like sixty bucks. So I may buy it in you know in a month or two. It's not. It's that you know. It's not. I don't think too hard to get. So they had like twenty left now, and I think they re up every once in a while. So. Okay, but I'm like you know, as a collector, like as a an impulsive person, you're like immediately like I need to buy it right now, or else I'll never get it, you know. And and then I'll get it, and I won't play it. I own both of the remake or remasters yeah. of them, but like I want to have the physical, you know, like to have a physical box with the and it's cool, like the the art's pretty cool on it. Like they basically just stack the original covers, but the back is like the same kind of concept, like the back covers, but with like diagonal 
split. So I don't know. It, it's just cool looking and just the idea to have both of them physical again would be really fun. So sweet. But that's me. Well, I watched Creep it? I watched Creep Show too today from the eighties. Kelsey oh, nice. got so mad she left the room. She was she did not like it. Those movies are I mean yeah. I'm like they're cheesy on it's it's supposed yeah, to be you, cheesy. I mean they are. I, I I probably wouldn't sit through it again. But man, the, the platform or the raft is so good still. The I one the one where the people just but yeah, but they are they are pretty bad. Well, it's just the the one where the people swim out to the in the lake and they're on that like floating raft and then there's like just a sludge that comes yeah. and tries to eat them. That one's really good. I like that one. Yeah, I haven't watched it probably over ten years. Oh, you know what I did watch is Underwater, uh, the Kristen Stewart movie that came out at the end of last year that like kind of got a limited run because of Corona. Uh, oh yeah, on, where she has like short short hair. Yeah, she has a shaved head. It's got uh, T.J. Miller in it as well. Um, and yeah, the guy that um that plays the captain is a French actor who you'd know. Like if you saw him, he's like a bit character in a lot of shit. Like you'd know him. I don't know his name, but Jean Renault. No, 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 no. Um, but it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. It's I liked that. Like as a person who you know has studied movies, like I like. <laughs> I went to film school. I know. I, it, it, I hate to like. I, I want to say it in the least shitty, pretentious way, because you. No, I dude. I know it's it's a it's a running gag on the podcast. No, we I should know. have a a, a drop. A drop. We should find that. you the first time you ever said it. And we should yeah. make a drop out of it. Well, what I mean is, as someone who like you know learned about filmmaking, I enjoy when movies don't waste time. Like I like when movies get to the point and it gets it starts like running. It hits the ground fucking running. It doesn't have doesn't have the need, it doesn't feel the need to like needlessly explain everything and like overindulge and here's this character and I'm a scientist who does this. Oh, and there's Jerry, he's a cook and he's on, you know, he went to chef school and then there's yeah. Marty, he was a genealogist who or a geologist who studied rocks and the thing it's like I don't care about all that. Like they say <laughs> it um Colleen Wing is in it, the the lady that uh, Jessica something from uh, Iron Fist who played Colleen Wing, um, okay. and like she says what she is once, but it's like because someone calls her like something kind of shitty, and she's like a research assistant. God damn it! Like I'm not you know a scientist yet, yeah. but I'm I'm learn you know I'm here to do something. But um, it was good, and it turns out to be a Cthulhu movie. That's why I watched it is because that day I had read a thing on Reddit where the director had come out and said, yeah. It's that's Cthulhu, like because you see a big thing and it, it looks Cthulhu-y. It's not sick. It's not classic Cthulhu because it has a mouth, but it does have tentacles and you can see kind of the wings and stuff. But it's it's cool, and they they do the thing where like they don't show you everything of it in broad daylight because it's underwater. You know what I mean? It's obviously at the bottom of the Marianas Trench, but it's lit and you can see it. So they they do it. They, oh they, God! They do a good I thought job. you were saying like it's awesome. I thought you were like it's lit. <laughs> no i'm old i, I, can't I was about that. to rip my headphones out of the computer no no i mean it's lit like you can see it at some point yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i would say it's for you know i got it for six bucks on um on amazon so it was wor- it was definitely worth the rental so you rented it for six bucks yeah sorry yeah I, okay. I rented it for six bucks sounds cool if i had thought about it i would have told you to log in and watch it because you get it for two days yeah. Um, but I just, you know, I didn't think about it till it was already too late. Well, it's lit, man, so I'll check it out. <laughs> lit, fam. <laughs> Get 
God. There's a girl at my job. Well, I can't make fun of her. She's young. She's like 18 or 19. And I was, I was like, I think she was asking me something. She heard I was in a band or something. And she's like, oh, she's like, do you do shows and stuff? And I was like, yeah, we do band stuff. And she was like, bet. Oh, and no. Say another thing. And then she, like, her, she's just, her head is just bobbling, like, up and down. And she's like, bet. And I'm like, yeah. And then, you know, we do other stuff. Bet. And then I'm like, yeah. And this sort of thing. And she goes, bet that up. Oh, no. Bet. Bet that up. So now we have a joke at work. I go to my other friend. Cause little, she's not that much older, but she's like 25, 26. And I'll just bobble my head and we'll be like, bet, bet that up. And I think she caught us, but I don't think she knew we were making fun of her. It's but, funny because uh, that was a thing people said back when we were young, too. It's just come back. Like people be like, bet yeah. that up. <laughs> um, it, it reminds me of Joe Rogan's bit where he's like, have you ever heard a 16-year-old talk? They're just practicing talking. Yeah. They're, basically, they're like, have you heard the new Drake song? It's so fire. And it's funny working with like younger people. They say things like that. They say things like, so I work in a bakery, and they'll be like, hey, man. So like they'll point to the case with all the cakes and shit. They'll be like, is anything in there fire? Oh, God. And I'm like, I'm like it's all, it's, it's in a cold case. There's nothing on fire yeah. in there. Nah, you mean like, you know what I mean? Is it, it, like, what's fire? What's, and I'm like, what's just fire lit, bro? <laughs> an element. <laughs> God. And it, it's funny because, like you know i'm sure we all did it but i never really said anything like i never forced anything like that like i never said words like that i had to think to say you know like nobody is i mean i guess people are saying lit you know because that's like their version of cool now but like when someone says something like bet like they're thinking to say that you know yeah i mean or it's just ingrained with them because it's just how they talk i mean when we were younger we said like you know there's all like cool and rad and i'm stoked or that's gnarly um, yeah, but I still say that stuff now, and I think people still yeah. say it. Like those have become culturally, you know, or cultural things. And and I don't mean like, you know, cultural that way. I mean like in America we say cool, or you know, in yeah. if you're you know if you were growing up in the '90s, you probably say things are rad sometimes, or you know, say, whatever. Say shit like uh, I was just grinding a wait, grinding a gnar <laughs> sesh. Like I was grinding gnar rad vibes on the sesh, brah. With mm-hmm. my soap shoes. No, mostly you would say things like sick. Six one that probably didn't uh, stick around. Um, um, what I do nowadays, I just put an extra I. So nice, I put like N-I-I-C-E. Or sick. Sick. S-I-I-C-K. <laughs> that's like that's my slang. I just double up a letter. I like it. So what have you been up to? Um. All right. So to get through this in a decent manner i've been playing a lot of video games i mean there's work but who gives a fuck and then uh there's not much to do and i'm also like really okay with this being by myself thing i'm not trying to be funny oh my life hasn't changed but no like literally i don't i don't do anything other than work or drive to like the gas station the grocery store the liquor store or sit in my fucking room or sit outside and like smoke and shit. So I literally do, if I'm not working or in transit, I'm in my room staring at my PlayStation. Uh, I play it every day, all day. So I've been like playing a bunch of games. And then as I've said in the past, you guys have already heard if you were listening, the PlayStation just always has crazy fucking sales. So last time, like a day or two later, this huge sale, the spring sale ended, they dropped the big in Japan sale which I think is still active for like 
until like Friday. That sale is so massive and so ridiculous, dude. I'm talking 90% discounts on games and shit. So, uh, and then I have all this like extra income laying around because like all this shit happened at the right time. Like, I got my tax return and then the stimulus check came out and then like I had some other money for some other shit and then me and my band no longer have our studio because why would we be paying for a studio when we can't even go there? So like instead of saving, I'm like, I have an extra income. Let me buy a fuck ton of video games. So this quarantine shit's been making me kind of go back and enjoy things that I liked. So one thing I have been kind of doing is like going back to, I mean, it's kind of regressing me back to my childhood a little bit. I've been watching some anime again because I used to watch and collect a lot of anime, but it was like different than like what you watch. You watch a lot of like episodes of stuff, like um, seasons of, you know, anime that are coming out and stuff like that. But I, I used to watch a lot of just like OVAs. So like stuff like if you ever watched the Grappler, Grappler Baki movie with us when we watched it a review Stuff like that, and I, I'm on a pretty cool community online. On I'd rather, I'd rather not say it, what it is. But it's like a 70s, 80s, 90s anime group, and people just post shit. So I started asking some questions and being more active. It's pretty neat. They're pretty nice people. Uh, everyone's positive, and like it's not like a troll war, which is great. Um, and I, re I realized something. If you liked any like OVAs or anime movies, not so much series – but like movies from the 80s or 90s, they're most likely just on YouTube for free. For yeah, you were, you were telling me that the other day and I was like, shit, I, I need to like look into this shit. Because there's, there's so, so much shit. shit. Yeah, <laughs> Jinx. Um, well, like um, like a lot of like really, a lot of really subpar and good like video game anime came out in the 90s. Like OVAs, especially like, f like fighting games like Fatal Fury, Street Fighter. Um, Samurai Showdown, like Fatal Fury has a couple of movies and they're pretty cool. Samurai Showdown's anime film is bad, but it's still worth watching. Um, I did a review of the Tekken animated movie with Seth on his show, who's next gaming podcast, Losing Lives. Uh, that was subpar. Uh, I also did an episode with him on the same show about the Street Fighter animated movie that we did about a month or so ago. That movie is incredible. Uh, and I used to really like this series called The Giver. And the Giver Bio Booster Armor, if you don't know what that is, I highly recommend you look it up. It's a really great manga and anime series from the 80s and 90s. And they've even remade some of it, and it's pretty good. And they've I done, it's on Hulu. They've done live action, too. There's two live action movies, and the first one got a real big bump, and you can find it because Mark Hamill's in it. Luke Skywalker's in it. And he doesn't play the main character. He plays like a side detective. As anime always is, it's about like a teenage kid who gets like a power and has to fight bad guys. And Mark Hamill's like a side character cop. Um, it's actually pretty fucking gnarly. Towards the end, they turn there's like monsters in, in this shit, and they turn him into the one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. It's like a like a human slug. It's really mm. gross and disturbing. But you can find a lot of really really cool older obscure anime on uh, on YouTube. Just fucking sit in there, man. And sometimes. A lot of times, there'll be multiple uploads if you want subs or dubs. Or if you want fucking Portuguese dubs yeah, or Spanish yeah. dubs. There's a lot. So that's really neat. Uh, what kind of led into that is fighting games. So you guys saw last time I was stoked that I, I got Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. And I was really enjoying that. And it was getting me hyped to play fighting games. So I just went on a tear after that. And I ended up buying in the course of like a week or two. So I'd say in the course of two weeks... 
I I had bought Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. I didn't buy the the complete package. That means I would have to spend another fifty. I didn't do it. I might do it for the hell of it. But I did go out and buy Blaze Blue Central Fiction, which is the last Blaze Blue game, which is fucking dope. Um, what other game before the mainline series? I'm looking through my shit. Uh, I bought the Super Fun Combo, which is it's F U U N F U apostrophe U N. That's a collection, SNK, like a Neo Geo type collection that has Savage Rain along with Kizuna Encounter, which is a series that anyone who's familiar with like Neo Geo games will remember it was a fighting game with multi-tiers and the second one's like a two-team, like a two-on-two versus. It's pretty cool. Check it out. Kizuna Encounter or Savage Rain. Um, they're pretty neat games. And then uh, I bought The Last Blade 2, which is a really cool weapon fighter on the... came out on the Dreamcast originally. It's a pretty fucking dope game. Um, and some other shit. But then I got to King of Fighters. And I, I already own a couple of them because just because, duh, I own like King of Fighters 14, which is the most recent. I have the Orochi Collection, which is great. It's a PS2 game that collected Neo, uh, King of Fighters 94, 95, 96, 97, 98. So that's eight games. Wait, four, five, six, six yeah. Eight complete King of Fighters fighting games. Uh, so if you, and the thing about King of Fighters is it's, it's so deep lore wise that every game. It's not like Street Fighter, which I love Street Fighter and forever. They will be the Street Fighter will always be the truth, the light, the way. It is the Son of God. Street Fighter is the way to go. But they were they're fucking they move at a snail's pace to tell you what's going on. Fucking kick even Fatal Fury, man, back in the day, starting in ninety one, I think. Fatal Fury was cha- was telling you a, a new part to the story every fucking game. So I was like, I'm gonna play this fucking universe which kind of means I need to buy like 20 games. So I started buying them all. Uh, so first I got uh, Fiddle Fury Battle Archives Volume 2, which is a PS2 game. It collects... Um, so Fiddle Fury went Fiddle Fury 1, 2, Fiddle Fury 3, and then they jumped, which are like kind of subpar games. They're not that good, but whatever. Uh, then they jumped over to... you know, In the same time, they were making Art of Fighting 1, 2, and 3, Samurai Showdown games. Uh, but they also, Fatal Fury turned into Real Bout. So it became Real Bout Fatal Fury, Real Bout Fatal Fury Special, and Real Bout 2, like the new Challengers or some shit. And those two latter ones are really good games. They play really well. They combo really well. Um, and then I got the, the first five King of Fighters games. So I was like, all right, I've got up to 98. I also have this 97 and 98 global international versions, which are like, basically, they look the same, arcade perfect, but... You can go online with them, which is great. Uh, those games were huge in the community when they were out. So then I went and I started hand, like, a la carte picking the rest of them, which is kind of why I never did it is because it gets kind of expensive. Uh, it's not too bad. They're like seven ninety nine each. So if you're not familiar, on the PlayStation Store, there is something called ACA Neo Geo. I forgot what it stands for. But what they are is they're basically perfect rep- like replications of Neo Geo games. And when you buy them, they're $7.99 each. And when you buy them, you get to choose between the American version, the Japanese version, and then like a survival mode or and some other mode that I don't even know what it is. Uh, but luckily, you can change the difficulty from MVS because the difficulty on SNK, SNK character, uh, games is out the wazoo. Even if you put it to difficulty one, that last boss is going to fuck you up. So I went and bought King of Fighters 99, 2000, 2001, and 2002. I didn't get 2003 because it's not available. It's only on PS3 
three, but I do own it on PC. So I got all of those. Um, I ended up buying, man, even more that I'm like trying to fucking find a couple more fighting games that I bought. Uh, so basically I've been playing a lot of fighting games. Oh, I bought Underneath and Birth, uh, EXE Late Clear, which is another really cool fighting game. It's modern. Uh, I'm basically, basically been like playing tons of fighting games and learning and remembering the shit that I used to see and like beating them and seeing the story modes. I've also found a couple of really good YouTube channels that I've I've had but never really bothered looking at. One that I will completely shout out is something called Core A Gaming. And this guy is a blessing. Uh, he makes the, the, the best comprehensive videos on what fighting games mean and like about them, like how to play them, what the community is about. Um, makes great videos. Like, you know, a lot of people say, I've been trying to get a friend at work into fighting games because... When I get excited about something, I want to share it with someone. This person does not play fighting games. So they say the thing everyone says, oh, they've always been too hard. I don't know how to play them. So this guy like has a video directed at people who say things like fighting games are too hard. And yeah, they are difficult games. But uh, there's even a phrase in the fighting game community, like in the depths of it, like Kappa type shit, where like it's pretty hostile. You have to, you got to have a thick skin to fuck around with like the hardcore gaming communities um, because all that like, gamer in a society shit kind of is true like when you get down to like the real message boards the people who really do know what they're talking about are usually kind of wackos online but uh there is a phrase that they have where it's the the fgc the fighting game community does not deserve core a gaming and because it's just so pure and good and i think that it's something everyone should check out uh i also updated my tekken 7 so now i have all the dlc jesus i was like 50 bucks to do that (laughs) Um, but I will say, man, it's overload. All these fighting games, like I, I went through that pretty quick, but it's a lot of games, a lot of characters. Every game has, uh, changes to the mechanics and like a lot of King of Fighters games have like a striker system where you pick, like you fight, but you could pick like, you know how Marvel, you can have a, a team member will come in for an assist attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like some of them are striking games or games with strikers. Some of them are games that are just one-on-one or like three-on-three some of them are three-on-three but in one big fight like marvel style so it's kind of overload but i've been able to keep up with it because i've been playing fighting games since 1992 or 91 i think 92 uh but by playing tekken 7 again uh i really like playing all these games i'm still playing street fighter still playing some of mortal kombat uh Tekken 7 might be one of the greatest fighting games ever made. I really think everyone should have it. Like, I'm telling you, Aaron, even, like, you, I think, should have a copy of Tekken 7 because there's so much cool lore. Um, It also includes every ending and cutscene from every Tekken game ever made. So you technically have the history of all Tekken story, pretty much, in Tekken 7. Hmm. And it's the best-looking, one of the best-looking fighting games ever, it's got a, a beginner-friendly system where you can have, like, combo helpers and these kind of moves that are kind of easier to do. And it just really is awesome. I was telling you the other day, like, a lot of people don't realize Tekken Namco did something really neat where, you know, first they implemented Akuma from Street Fighter into their main canon. And then they have this really cool thing where they have really awesome guest characters. Like, they have Noctis from Final Fantasy XV. They have Geese from Final uh, Fatal Fury they have Negan from Walking Dead for some reason. 
but it's it's cool like he has the stage like in the show where they have that where he kills the the chinese guy glenn and they have like the cars and like that's a stage in the game like and they have the freaking hammerhead car, uh, gas station from final fantasy in there so um yeah that's pretty crazy i really do think tekken said like man if if we were still like running around like seeing each other and shit I'd probably just give you my copy of Tekken 7 and buy another one because it's it's that good. It's just it's you kind of have to want to play it like any game, but it really is I think it's the easiest game to play. I hate to say this, but you can mash in that game, like mash buttons. Obviously, you shouldn't, but uh it's just a great game and I just think it's great and I think everyone should play it. And I think that fighting games are wonderful if you have people around you. It's it's intimidating to get into. And I do understand like how intimidating it is to get into because I'm still not even very good at all. And I've been playing for more, like I've been playing for 20 something years. So, uh, Jesus, what was 1992 to now? I don't even know how many years that is. I suck at math, but uh, I think it's pretty great. Other than that, uh, we'll talk seven in a minute. Um, oh, I did have something I was going to ask you cause out of nowhere, I popped in dark souls to remastered yesterday. Really? And yeah, and I was like, it was late, dog. It was like three in the morning, and I was like, I want to go to the DLC, and I've never been there. Really? You've never done any of them? No, no, it's the Dark Souls remastered. Oh, sorry. I, I, I know I, it sounded like I said Dark Souls two, but no, I mean Dark Souls one. Uh, I never went to go see Artorias and Manus, and so I know where it is. And I've been dreading it because I have a big problem with Dark Souls. For years, I've been terrified of the Hydra in the Darkroot Basin. <laughs> you, know, you know where all those crystal golems yeah. are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always afraid of it. And it's funny because uh, former guest, uh, our buddy Caprio, Caprio told me this fucking like five years ago, dude. He's like, bro, just run up to it and strike its heads. And I was like, but you can't run up because the... They'll the, the 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 hydra heads shoot magic. They shoot water at you, and he's like, "Yeah, man, just dash past that." And I'm like, "But if I stand in front of it, it's gonna like, its heads are gonna just like hit me." He's like, "Bro, just fucking," and I never did it. So I'm online, and I'm like, "Um, last night's late," and I'm like, "Fuck it, man, I'm gonna figure this out." So I go online and look at a video, and this dude goes, "Just run up to the hydra, and hold your shield up, and when its heads come near you, strike their heads." Yeah. Um. So essentially, he tells me to do what Caprio told me to do five years ago, and I just kill the thing in one shot. He he also did do something really neat where he shows you a a, a, a glitch spot where you activate all the all the crystal golems, and then you run around to this little area, and they all pull together. All five of them stand in the same spot, and they can't hit you, and they don't know just to go around the corner and follow you. Yeah. So yeah. you just hit them with splash pyromancies and kill them uh they drop shitty souls i think five of them is not even 600 souls so i kill the i kill the hydra and then i i skirt around and i find the golden golem you kill that thing and then there's a girl princess of ulaseel i believe or something like that yeah um is it dusk of ulaseel i think is her name yeah something like that so you meet her and then she disappears and i go where's the fucking portal and then I'm already invested, and I'm, like, determined. It's late now. It's, like, 4 in the morning or some shit. I'm probably lying. You could check my trophies when I got it. But I, I, I realize I got to go get an elite crystal golem, which is in the Duke's archives. 
I go get that thing. He drops a broken pendant. And then I I think I have to kill Gwendolyn. Now, I haven't even killed Guinevere. Uh, trigger warning. Big Teddy Princess. It's, it's the amazing chest ahead. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I, I realized something I didn't, I didn't know that was right in front of your face. So it sucks because when you kill her, you don't really kill her. You, d- you destroy her illusion. Uh, what ends up happening is, is all bonfires get deactivated. You can no longer use any bonfires except for the first one. So if you want to go anywhere in An Orlando from now on, you have to run. The, you have to run through the whole stage. You, there's no more fast travel in there. Um, also, it will drop two elite knights, like two two characters, show up in the main grand hallway. You have to kill. They were easy. I mean, I use really big pyromancy, so most shit dies in like two three giant lava fucking spells. And uh, you kill those things, and then also the firekeeper aggro's. And she's at the bottom of the stairs in front of the castle. So I kill her, kill them, whatever. Uh, now, when you destroy the the figment of Guinevere, the beautiful daughter of Gwen, you realize, I didn't realize, dude, Gwendolyn's the one who put that image there. Of Gw- Dusk? Gw- no, of Amazing Chest Ahead, of Guinevere. It gets mixed up because Guinevere is the giant, beautiful princess. Gwendolyn is the, like the, male to female to animal son. Yeah, the one yeah. That yeah. was his son, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it was Gwen's son. But then he was like, "No, I'm a princess." Yeah, you're a daughter. And then he's all, "Yeah, now you're a daughter." And then you're also like half snake. Like you're just, it's like crazy because you're like everything. You're like a, a man, woman, and a beast. So. I forgot why, but she's the one. She says something. She put that image there to like test you to see if you were a piece of shit and you would try hurting her or something. So uh, I kill the thing. I go down. I don't believe I killed him, though, or killed her, uh, Gwendolyn, because the boss fight is such a bitch. You just have to run while avoiding really hard shit. And you get one strike, maybe. And oh, got, the the know, hallway one, yeah, 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 where you just run, 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 and then you have to like yeah. dodge left and right, and yeah, that one's fucking tough. It's yeah, it's it's also tough because peep this. When you die, the bonfire doesn't work, so it sends you back to the first bonfire. So that means that you have to go. You start at the original bonfire and you have to go and like do the whole thing where you run up the pillars and then you have you're at the top of the the painted wall room and you have to walk across the scaffolding and make your way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do that whole run if it kills you or if she kills you. So I I was frustrated. I'm like, I'm not gonna do this. But now I can finally like I believe I'm not sure if I have to kill her, but uh because if you have a certain ring I think you can fight her already, but that was my mistake. I killed Guinevere instead of going straight to Gwendolyn's room because if you have a certain sorcery ring, you can just fight her. She'll open the door. Uh, So, yeah. Now, that gave me a weird theory. I'm going to move on because I'm already done with the fighting game shit. I think the only thing I've left is Dark Souls and maybe one other game. I came up with this weird theory about Dark Souls, and maybe it was just super late and I was drunk, but... So we have Gwen, who is the king. So he has three children. He has the nameless son. We believe it's nameless. Uh, the nameless king. We have Guinevere, 
And then we have the resentful Gwendolyn. Mm-hmm. But did we ever find out who his wife was? No. So this is what I thought. It's kind of stupid, but I think it's cool the more you think about it. You know how Dark Souls 2 is kind of like, it doesn't take place similar? There's certain things that are similar that lets you know it's maybe in the same universe, but not necessarily the same world. I thought this. You remember how Dark Souls 2 was about Lord, King Lordran? Mm-hmm. And he, and he basically got manipulated and fucked over by his fucking crazy wife, the queen. I was thinking, what if she is like Gwen's first wife or some shit from like a different life? And then like she teleports to another universe and then she finds another king. And she just goes around fucking over these dudes' lives. Because I'm like, what could tie them if we never saw Gwen's wife, the queen, and the second game is based on a this corrupt queen who shows up and destroys kingdoms? What if they were kind of tied? I know it makes no sense, but I thought it was... Do you see how I can put it? Like, Yeah, I think she's part of Manus, though. I think that's... Uh, I You're think, right. Yeah. You're right, because the... Because there's three of there's her and then there's the two other ones, right? Well no, there's Nishandra and then there's the poison one in the DLC. And they have shards of manis, right? Yeah, and then there's like Where the do you dark shards lurker. of manis in Dark Souls too. There's the Dark Lurker, I think, is the Dark part Lurker of manis too. So hmm. I can't I can't I remember. Know. It's confusing. Yeah, it's confusing, but I did put Dark Souls in again. I'm looking forward to ugh, I gotta kill that stupid boss. I'm looking forward to seeing, um, I'm not sure what the DLC is called, uh, Arturius, I guess it's the Abyss? The, it's, the um, Abyss? oh my god, uh, so, yeah, fuck, I can't remember now, god damn it, maybe forget, um, <laughs> well, so... I was gonna go short on your week so we could talk games, but I guess we're doing that. <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, all, all I have left to say is that I bought Streets of Rage 4. That's a game that just came out. Um, well, I was going to say, I, I was ha- trying to save all the fighting game stuff for like after the news, but it's fine. Oh, I mean, that was, but you said we were doing weeks. And also, yeah, like, I said, kinda... go short on your week and we'll go like just talk about what you've actively been playing and then we'll talk like in depth on all your fighting games and stuff. I mean, it's whatever. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of what I was going to say, but I feel you. My bad. Um, other than that, just Final Fantasy 15 as well, playing that, uh, which has been cool. Same thing. I'm progressing. It's fun. I'm like level 40 something. My main, the quests on my main story are like level 12 because I'm doing every single thing in that game I can do besides the story mode, um, to be, be strong and have a good time. And it's still just as wonderful as ever. Um, and then I guess, do you want me to do, want me to talk Streets of Rage for, or want to save that? No, I mean, at this point, just go. So Streets of Rage 4 came out, man, I think it's 17 years. I think the last Streets of Rage game was 1996 or 5, 6 maybe. Uh, so this is great. It looks great. It plays great. Combos really well. It's definitely worth $5. Uh, I'm sorry, no, $25. It's definitely worth it. It looks great. Uh, the bosses are very cool. Like the very first boss you fight's really, really neat. She's like this she's like this cool like chick. She almost looks like a salt and pepper character, but she has this like electrified like like fucking viper on her like over her shoulders. So she uses like a 
electrified snake as a weapon. It's pretty neat. Uh, and it's a pretty awesome game. It is a little bit modern. Like they made uh, um, Adam Hunter, which is the the first game only had three characters, Axel, Blaze, and Adam. Uh, white dude, Latin chick, black dude. And he was just a normal black dude. In this one, he's he looks like he'd be serving you uh, like old fashions at like a hipster bar. Mm. He's got like the suspenders, trendy haircut, some really nice shoes on. He's total, not to localize, but he looks like he'd work at like CNI. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super hipster, but he's also pretty awesome. So the game is awesome. It's got I'm about halfway through. It's got 12 stages. Uh, it's got harder difficult. There's five difficulties. I'm playing on normal. That game is so fucking hard. Uh, it's very very difficult. Once you get to certain areas, as all beat 'em ups are, but it does have four player local co-op and two player online co-op. And I think it's just great. It's got a bunch of characters. There's four. Main characters, um, Axel is back. Blaze, uh, I think it's Axel Stone or some shit. He's the main, you know, blonde white dude, white t-shirt, blue jeans. And there's Blaze Fielding. I don't know what she is. She's either either like Italian or Latin, but she looks awesome. She looks just like her original version. And this one, Axel's got like a grizzled beard and he's kind of chubbier. Um, Adam looks awesome. And then there's two new characters. I think one's called, I don't know what her name is, Cherry or some shit. And she's like a little punky chick with like red hair and a like a bass guitar. So she's like a little punk rock girl. And then there's like a big burly dude with like cyborg arms. And then as you play through, you're going to be able to unlock like original sprite versions of the older characters. So you'll be able to play as like 1991 Axel or 1992 oh, cool. Axel. Yeah. And, uh, and like Max, Max Power, worst name ever. He's from uh, uh, what's the fuck? Uh, Streets of Rage Two is where he's from. So you get to play as, like some older ones. They unlock some shit. There's you know other modes. It's pretty cool for what it is. It's uh, they did a great job. I'm actually gonna go online and buy another game that I heard about as we're podcasting. It's called like Fists of Fury or Streets of Fury or something. And it's basically like a modern day beat 'em up like that. That's like supposed to be really crazy, and I just feel like wasting some money right now. So I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> um, and I think that's it. It's probably not, but fuck it, because um, we're gonna talk Final Fantasy in a minute. Um, I've been watching a lot of fighting game stuff, and just like crying, <laughs> like emotional, like getting emotional because like you know the whole Fight Club thing. Like I miss playing fighting games a lot. You know, because it's different playing them by yourself, even though that's how I played them my whole life. But I miss having people around who, like, want to because, like, nobody fucking wants to play fighting games. Nobody wants to. Seth will. But then again, Seth's really good. <laughs> that's good. Like, Seth is, like, good, bro. He goes online. He, like, when Mortal Kombat came on, uh, and he'd go online, and I'd watch him do these combos. And I'm like, fuck, man. He's one of these dudes, dude. He's like our buddy Caprio. Like, they're just really good at games. Like I, I have, I have more, I think like passion for the story and the love than most, but I don't get like elite level at any fucking game. Yeah. Me and, um, yeah, I don't like even like dark souls, man. I really do think I'm legitimate dark souls. son, bro. But if, if a real community member was to say, what are my accolades? I would be kicked out. They would say, you haven't beat the game on new game plus any of them. Oh, you can't parry 
uh, Gwen on his first attack, yeah. even though it's the most readable attack. Yeah, and, I tried. Yeah. I tried after everyone was like, Gwyn is a parry boss. You just parry him once and you can kill him immediately. And uh, yeah, I tried. <laughs> I died like four times trying. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to roll instead and then just fight him and roll and fight him. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I realized how much you can uh, backstab dudes in that game. Like, if you're just fighting one of anything... You can just backstab it. You can just just walk it in circles. Yeah, and yeah. just backstab the fuck out of it, dude. Don't but try that with Artorias, me- though. <laughs> oh no, I, no, yeah, no. I'm not saying bosses, but it did remind me again, as if I need to be reminded of more shit to play. Uh, I was having so much fun that I I, I do where I was about to be like, man, I'm not experiencing it properly. I almost was like, let me go delete my file and just start over. And it's like, hey, bro, don't. Don't do that. You yeah, you're never gonna Weinstein get there. And yeah, I'll, like you forgot, bro. You already went through. Uh, oh shit! I don't even know if I went through the ghost town, the underwater ghost town. Mm, yeah, um, old something or other. Old, old Arcovia. Old Londo. Yeah. New Londo. New Londo ruins. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh my bad. I do have one final, final, final. Is I wanted to play some game i think it was king of fighters 13 because i didn't want to boot up my ps3 so i said fuck it i'm gonna try play playstation now and uh i would advise you just to try it you get a, you get a week free and if the game you want to uh playstation now is basically a netflix for video games yeah for playstation mm-hmm. and if it's a ps4 game you can download it so that you don't have to deal with streaming because the problem is is you're streaming these games and if you're streaming like a puzzle game it's all good but if you're streaming like a like a fast ass racing game or a a fighting game or if you're trying to stream some shit like Tekken or a graphics heavy game, if your internet's not good, you're gonna get shitty choppy shit. Uh, but I don't have the greatest internet in the world, and I'm not hooked up hardline. And dude, I was playing every type of game, and it's pretty awesome. For ten bucks a month, it's a pretty great deal. And there's a lot of games, a lot of fun shit. So if you if there's anything you feel like trying or any genres you haven't tried, I would take a look at PlayStation Now. Uh, maybe just look up PlayStation Now game list and see if there's anything on there you want to try out because it's fucking free. And after it's free, it's fucking ten bucks. I mean, how many su- subscribing things do we have? You know. Yeah, I don't need any more though. <laughs> Yeah, me either. It's just my obsession with like having everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So let's go. I'll read this email we got, and then I'll go through the news. Um, we can t- then we'll talk some fun fantasy. Uh, so okay, we got an email from uh resident, Ern Exenanav, <laughs> and someone named Ernesto, uh, a listener, uh, has no subject. Uh, and it says, just wanted to drop by and say, I hope you guys are doing well, still listening, enjoying, and enjoying the podcast. Uh, hope you're all staying safe. Just wanted to drop in and say hi. And I love you, Aaron. No homo. You can love me either way. Uh, best wishes. I'm not sure if you're allowed to say that anymore, dude. Uh, whatever. I'm uh, kidding. Best wishes, Ernesto. Uh, P.S. Do you have that one annoying friend that won't stop bitching about working in public? I just want to kill one of my friends. It's like, bro, you should be happy to have a job. But me and my other friend know him as a true jackass, so... Oh, yeah. Has anything good happened to you uh, during this whole pandemic? One good thing to happen to me. Uh, got a new job with better pay. 
I, for one, cannot wait to get out and start working again. Uh, anywho, stay safe. Sorry for the long email. Love you guys. Um, good things happened to me. Well, I got married <laughs> yeah. during this whole thing. Uh, had half a wedding because we were splitting it up over two days. Uh, basically two receptions. Uh, and didn't get to have my friend one, so bummer, but uh, got married. That was cool. Uh, and other than that, I've done absolute fuck all nothing, so no. I mean, congrats <laughs> on the new job. Uh, and I mean, I understand being frustrated about having to go outside and go work in public right now. Like, you have to do it, Jesse, and I don't envy you because it's fucking scary. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks. What really sucks is, is, and I, I hope that this doesn't go over wrong. I'm kind of getting a little complacent about it because I'm always at work. Yeah, yeah. And every now and then I'll notice, like you know, like you know, I'll take sometimes I'll, I'll take a sandwich to work, and I'll notice like I'll reach for my sandwich and take a bite and be like, "Fuck, man, I just touched that thing over there." And I know I'm cross contaminating myself at times, like me myself, because yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. I'm doing constantly at work is I'm constantly eating or drinking something. Always. I owe it like, bro, I drink so many fucking weird teas and juices and sodas. And like, I eat so much produce. Cause I work in a fucking fancy grocery store. I eat weird, like shit all day long. Um, yeah. So that's not really the ideal thing is to be consuming things while you're in a public area, but I do. So that kind of bothers me. Um, I will say, to people who are going to grocery stores, and I get it for people down here who live you know, to localize, like, oh, I love my public sub, which is our, our local grocery stores make are famous for making their subs. Um, don't fucking buy food that gets prepared in the grocery store. Like, when you go to the grocery store and they're like, and you go to the deli department and they have like, you know, fucking chicken we made, or like, here's like potato salad or chicken salad. I work in a grocery store. Don't eat that shit. Eat shit that comes sealed, vacuum sealed, packaged. Don't do it because someone's job, who most likely that they're bored of, is to sit in some like cooler room in the back and just mix up like it, like you know, five to eight pounds of like potato salad at once, or chop like two hundred things of celery. There is no protocol for like you're in a freezer vacuum room with a with the fucking the 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 mist that cleans you in sci-fi movies. Like, no, <laughs> if that person sneezes over that thing, it's in there. Yeah. Uh, don't buy pre pre-made sandwiches at the grocery store, pre-made pizzas. Don't buy that shit. Go to the freezer section. Like for, for this time, go to the aisles. Don't go to the outside. Most of the time, grocery stores, they tell you when you walk into a major grocery chain, stay on the outside of the store. Don't go in the middle. Cause the outside is going to be produced, uh, produced. Yeah. Like fresh. Meat. Yeah. But if you go to the aisles, that's where you're finding all your General Mills and your Kellogg. You're, that's where you're finding basically everything's made of corn and poison. For now, eat the corn poison shit. Just eat the shit that comes sealed. Don't don't go somewhere and like like don't go to fucking Subway right now. Are you shitting me? People going or don't go to the drive-in. People. Um, speaking of which, shit's going down. Uh, Wendy's are starting to shut down because they've run out of meat. Really. Uh, burgers. It's very hard to find burgers at Wendy's right now because the supply chain has gone down. And uh, we had a huge panic day last Tuesday because I think last week, Monday, some government, if I don't know who the fuck said it, wasn't Orange Man, but somebody said something about 
the United States is going to be suffering some food shortages soon. And they said something so irresponsible, like we could be seeing people starving to death from starvation in America. Somebody said that. So the next day, my grocery store was psychotic. And um, but then again, I got word uh, that our distributor is possibly going out of business. And if our distributor goes out of business, every store, every Every location of the grocery store I work in, which is a national grocery store, will be closed down. Damn. So it's a possibility that there are some shortages. Like, you know, yeah, maybe the fucking 2% frozen beef. I guess Wendy's says never frozen. Maybe who cares? But who knows what that's going to affect? What other supply chains are going to get affected by this? Chicken's going to be a big thing because I know chicken farms are real fucked up right now. <sighs> Jesus, are they ever? They're always fucked up. They're disgusting. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for those little dudes. Um, that other part of his question, do I know anybody, do you, or do you know anyone that bitches about it? Like, do you know anyone that like, oh my God, I have to work. Um, I know a couple of people who work in stores that are annoyed, uh, like, you know, big grocery stores or, you know, Costco's and things like that. But it's mostly just people that annoy them and like the flagrant people who like don't want to wear masks. Like I went and picked up food the other day, right? I, you know, ordered it ahead. I just went in to pick it up and I was watching this guy walk around. Normally I like to do curbside, like, or not even a lot of places will just meet you at the door and they just hand you the bag. You know, you're wearing a mask, they're wearing a mask. You can sanitize after you get in your car, sanitize, you know, you just constantly washing your hands. Right. Um, but this was a Zona Fresca, and I just wanted, like, I hadn't had a quesadilla. I just wanted a cheese quesadilla, you know? I used to live by the one, you know. Used to eat yeah, it a that, lot. Place, that place is freaking, yeah. that place is, uh, it's lit. It's bet. It bet, bet bro. That bet, bet that, that up. up. That place is lit. <laughs> um, <laughs> these two douchebags were walking around with their masks under their chin, just breathing on everybody. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And, like, I almost... I almost did an Aaron thing, but I was like, I just uh, really, you almost said something. I just really didn't have the energy, you know. Like I was like, I just want to pick this quesadilla up, eat it, and have a good day. You know, I had to get back to my house to get back to work, and like, but I was just watching these two guys. It was because they wanted to drink their drinks while they were waiting for their food, but like, drink your shit in your car, you dumb Neanderthal! Like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. There were elderly people all around them. They were just walking by people, no social distancing, like not. I don't know, man. I've been getting into some shit on Facebook. I love trolling, and you know that. Yeah. And, man, I have a friend who's mad because he lost his job, and, like, his... He works, you know, he sets up stages for, like, giant concerts. That shit ain't coming back for a while, you know? Yeah. Like, where are you? One of my guitar players worked where I used to work, but he's a a business dude. He makes the deals for things like that. The whole industry's gone. Yeah. He like, went from being like a pretty well-off dude to now having no career. Yeah. Sucks, bro. It does suck, but this guy's like mad. And I'm like, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I understand it's upsetting. It is. Like, losing your job sucks. And, you know, your industry going under is fucking devastating. But, like, who are you mad at? No, no yeah. one's going to go to a concert because it's unsafe. Yeah. Like, he's, like, bitching about it. He's posting all these fucking articles, like... Oh, they're finding out that, you know, a lot of people that have been tested have antibodies and they never showed any, you know, symptoms. And it's like, great. Yeah, great. But those people have antibodies, which means they carry it, which means if they come across someone who doesn't have antibodies, 
then they're, the person without antibodies is fucked. Well, it just like means they the were... the guy who handles poisonous snakes can get bit by a poisonous snake, so why can't you? Yeah. It's, it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. Well, so he was saying, like, you know, this is some bullshit. Let's just shut the whole country down. Let's shut the economy down. Everybody, I'm like, you know, he's like, and this is the, you know, secretly we all, you know, a lot more people, it's a lot less deadly or whatever. And I'm like, dude, you can't say it's less deadly or it's it's not as infectious as it, we say because we don't have accurate testing. There's not enough testing. And yeah. he's like, what do you mean by accurate? I'm like, what I mean is we don't have accurate reporting because there's not enough fucking tests going on. Like, they're testing more now, but uh, for two, three months of it, we weren't testing shit. So we don't know who how many people have it. Like, the numbers we have are so fucking skewed and wrong, you know? And so some other yeah. guy came in and was like, I'm going golfing today and I'm not wearing my mask. So I was like, I mean, hopefully you'll wear a mask when you go to a place where you're within you know feet of other people because that's yeah, the whole like, point of okay it it's okay if you don't wear your mask if you're on the golf course and you're by yourself or with your one person you're golfing with yeah but when you go when you want when you go into the check-in place to check your clubs put your fucking mask on yeah and so then this guy's like nope i got my pass uh, you know i have a pass saying i don't have to wear a mask uh it might be outdated it's from 1776 and i'm like first of all like I wanted to troll. Oh him God, worse. the 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 Constitution. Yeah, I was like, Oh God. Nowhere in that does it say you can just walk around without a mask during a fucking pandemic. You <laughs> dumb piece of shit, trash asshole. Like, I wanted to, I wanted to say so much, but instead I just said, Enjoy golfing. I hope you don't get coronavirus and fucking die. <laughs> that's. I said, I hope you don't. <sighs> that's the that's difference stupid, of man. old Aaron, because young Aaron would have been like, I hope you fucking get it and you die and everyone that you love dies. But now. I have to be. I can't put that energy out into the universe. So I just said, I just, I just said, I just said, I hope you don't get it and die, because like, that's what you're risking, man, or someone you love dying. That's why I told him, like, the thing is, man, you know, if you're young or if you're healthy and you don't have pre-existing conditions, yeah, sure, you have a pretty awesome chance of living. You could still die, but worse than that, someone you know could die because you fucking decided I don't want to wear a mask. I'm a fucking cunt. You know, like, I don't know. To me, it's yeah. like, it's so selfish. And it's just, it's showing how ugly Americans can be. And it's, you know, I mean, everybody, it, humans can be. But I feel like uh, there's a good <laughs> section of America that's just so entitled. Like, the people yeah, that are like... Yeah, I was going to say, it's, enti- it's entitlement syndrome. Like, oh, I need a haircut. It's like, so what you're protesting is other people not working. <laughs> not you not working, because you don't cut hair or else you'd cut your own fucking hair, you know? Yeah. Like... To say that is like, oh, I need a haircut. It's like, so what you're saying is you don't need to go back to work. You just want someone else to work and endanger themselves so you can have a fucking haircut. Get the fuck out of here. It's like, yeah, I mean, I know. Okay, so I, I, I have to be very brief and very cut how I say this because I don't want it becoming a thing, even though it probably won't because I don't think they listen. So there's a guy I, I know who is, man, I actually, I might send you some stuff, Aaron, because you love to troll mm-hmm. i don't think you want to fuck with this guy though because he's like i don't think you can beat him because he's the he's a he's just genuinely like one of the stupidest people i've ever seen <laughs> he's this dude who uh he does a podcast right and uh i was on it but i don't even think i advertised that a little bit ago and he does similar he does what i do he works in a different grocery store and and uh this guy every single fucking day like vlogs it's one of these dudes who thinks everyone wants to watch a 20 minute video of them talking on facetime every day and um 
he's cringe, cringe Lord to the max, but he's one of these people who's like, I'm an essential worker. I'm on the front lines of the battlefield every day. Like he equates us grocery store clerks. Like first off, he's a cashier and he equates us to like doctors and (laughs) EMT workers. Yeah. He's like, we better be getting a national holiday after this because I am blah, blah, blah. And every day he's like, I'm working every day. These jobs, crazy people. I'm, I'm trying to stay back the, the crazy Karens and everyone and telling them we have to ration items, everyone. You can only have two chickens. You can't have four. Oh I know God. for a fact no one's panic buying anymore. No. But he every day goes online, another tough day on the battlefield that is the coronavirus. And it's like... Man, nobody, nobody fucking listens from my world, so it's fine. <laughs> I ended up calling him out and just calling him, like, a narcissist, egomaniac, and this is embarrassing, and you're fucking cringe. So he kind of, like, started a campaign. Like oh, a, no. Like, an, like, like a, he calls them exposés, but what he means is doxing. He doxes people. Of course, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's one of those assholes. Uh, like, he, he'll try to argue with, he'll try to DM you and bit you into an argument so he can screenshot it. And then put it up on on like online and be like, look at this person. Here's their profile page. Here's the link to the thing. And then he's got people who support him. But if you look at all the people who support him, they're basically juggalos. <laughs> so the, the bar is really low. You know, like they're all juggalos or they're like, sometimes I'm like, who's that cute girl? How is she following him? And then you click and it's like. You know, like the ratty, hit the wall, punk rock, fucked up. Like you could tell used to do meth and shit. The type of people who think tilting your head back into the side while flipping two middle fingers is a cool picture. Yeah, uh, boy. You know what I'm talking about? When like you tilt your head back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Dumb I was birds. looking at a picture today and I, I was like, why is there always a guy who think, who still thinks putting up devil horns is cool? Like, <laughs> Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, uh, Glass Houses. I I went through that. If you're friends with me and you go through my Facebook pictures, my profile pictures or my pictures, you'll see there's a wall you're going to hit going backwards <laughs> where for like five or six years, I would not take a photo without like metal horns. Oh, my God. A no. metal dude. Because I was like, that was in the early stages of me. Wait, I can't hear in you. That world okay. And- your, your mic like went out for a second. Oh, it's it's out. Hold on, I'm gonna pause. <laughs> That's the ghetto version because I didn't pause. You know, whatever. We're back. I don't know. We're back. I don't know what happened to my mic, but um, well, I used to I used to be the guy with the fucking devil horns, like yo, fucking metal horns. And if I will always admit it, I'm a little edge. I'm not a little. I am edge lordy, and I am a little cringy at times, and I can be kind of a douche. I understand that, but I think I can balance it out to where it's not bad. Well, and you have uh, what uh differentiates we because we can all do that you know what i mean oh, all awareness self-awareness that's the fucking <laughs> th- like you literally could say it out loud like look i mean i take stupid pictures that's what i think is funny and i do it because i think it's funny you know what i mean it's like that's like i look goofy in all my pictures and i don't care and i wear dumb yeah, outfits you're very weird and like bro it's my favorite thing in the world is you know when i troll people and then they go through my pictures and they try to insult me and i'm like bro you don't get it do you <laughs> like yeah i like- truly don't care it's like look at you you're wearing a crop top and a kango and your pants have a hole in them loser and it's like yeah i posed for that i fucking paid money for that outfit dude (laughs) like you don't understand i went to a store for an hour and picked those clothes out but yeah like i had a guy like oh it doesn't surprise me so the, the, the best one the other day was um this guy 
He's talking about having hundreds of rounds of ammo on him at all time. Like, he's like, I have my gun and hundreds of rounds of ammo on me at all time. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you expecting to happen? <laughs> like, also, also cool, dude. Hundreds of rounds, that's like a hundred bucks of ammo that I can, yeah. like, it's just a product. Well, yeah, like, so I'm like. That's like me saying, I own a hundred samurai swords because I wasted money on samurai swords. Who cares? And, like, the thing is, I'm not here to say you shouldn't have your guns. I don't, whatever. You know what I mean? That's not. Yeah, the, yeah. The, it was like him saying it i was just like what are you what are you carrying that much i'm like are you expecting a fucking firefight to break out like at any given time and, yeah. I, and at first i had written you were just driving around looking for a fucking school to shoot up because like you know whatever but then i'm like mm, that's a little harsh i'll just yeah yeah that's like a little bit much I, I was like that you know that's much whatever so i said that and then he's like no i keep um you know a rifle in my car i have it on a mount because i hunt whatever and i have my but i'm like so then i wrote Oh man, that sounds way less crazy when you actually explain it. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. saying you have it on you, you mean it's in your car, which is near you at most times, you know? And he's like, Yeah, I don't know why you say it's crazy. And he like got mad and he was like, Oops. So he says all this stuff. Then and then the next time I was like, Oops, I didn't realize you weren't a girl because uh, you know, what you were saying. I'm sorry, I'll change my tone. And so I wrote back, like, your tone can be the what? same either way. And I'm like, at first, I thought he was saying, because my name's Aaron, you know, like, that can be male or female. It just depends on the spe- spelling, uh, whatever. Spelling. E yeah, is yeah. female. I know, but whatever. So I'm like, I'm like, your tongue can say the same. It doesn't matter. Like, it didn't sound different either way. And I'm like, and honestly, I'm a stranger. You can call me whatever gender you want, dude. You can literally say, whatever. I don't know you and I don't care. And so then I realized later, like, oh, he thought he was saying, like, he thought he was going to insult me saying, I thought you were a girl because you don't like, you know, you you think it's crazy to have guns and i'm like you just tipped your hand buddy <laughs> like yeah. the worst is or it's my favorite actually is when insecure people give you the tools to hurt them and troll them because they think they're gonna insult you and you're like oh this is what you think is insulting oh yeah. boy here we go like i'm gonna fucking destroy you so anyways later he's like you know because i reiterate i'm like look dude I misunderstood what you were saying before. So, like, I mean, it's not as, it doesn't sound as crazy that you have this in your car because if you're hunting and, you know, that's just what you keep in your truck, like that you have on your rack or whatever. And then he's like, good, we're clear. And so then I was like, I got to troll him. I'm going to, like, I'm just going to do it. So I said, yes, sir, or ma'am, or they, them, whatever you just, you know, prefer. And he said, there are only two genders and you're born with yours. And then he goes, that's the one comment. And the next one goes, to be clear, that sir fruitcake and i said sir fruitcake it is <laughs> and then, and then oh, he man, just one. stopped talking and i was like gotcha but See, the thing is guys uh people like that is <clears throat> okay he's driving around with hundreds of rounds of ammunition and he wants you to know that he's the type of person most likely this actually goes back to that guy i was talking about uh he's probably most likely the type of person that shouldn't own a gun and most likely what he's looking for is like if the police, let's say he gets pulled over for an outtail light. Excuse me, sir. Do you have any uh, weapons in the car? Well, yes, I do, officer. I have two. I have two uh, firearms and I have hundreds of rounds of ammunition. What's it to you? I'm an American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's OK if you have that. Yeah. But with that kind of attitude, you're going to get pumped full of bullets, bro. Like, well, and it's also like cops are evil for like when they shoot people. It's like, look, I don't think cops should just be able to shoot people. But when a police officer comes up to you and you're like, well, fuck you, then. You can't tell me what to fuck the cop. Don't do that shit, dude. Oh, but then I'm letting them, uh, like, you know, whatever the term for hu- hum- dehumanizing me. No, but you should just learn your, like, I hate to say it, man. You got to learn your fucking place. Like, don't walk up in front of a lion and smack it and be like, I'm on top of the food chain, you asshole. No, 
So, yeah, there's. I mean, it, this is. I'll never own a gun just because I, you know, I don't trust myself to not accidentally shoot a hole in my roof, or you know, I'm like too clumsy and dumb, and I I'll hurt myself. So I'll never own. I've never shot a gun. I have no interest in it. Hey, disconnected. Check. I'm here. I can you there? Hear. Yeah. Um. But anyways, we're we're so off topic. Uh. Yeah, I don't care if you have guns. If you like guns, fucking have them. Uh, if you get pulled over with one, definitely. You still hear? Me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you? It just no. The screen just it told me like all the devices just changed, but oh, they didn't. Weird. Um. Anyways, yeah, whatever. I've been trolling on the internet. That's what I've been spending my quarantine doing is just trolling old yeah. people, and it's been a lot of fun. Um. So let's get into oh, the news. Really quick, on the game that I bought, because I was like, fuck it, let me buy a beat-em-up. It's just been 20 bucks. It's called Fight and Rage. So fight, apostrophe, N, Rage. Uh, I, it looks pretty neat. The characters are pretty funny. There's like an obvious... They're kind of chibi characters a little bit, but not too yeah, bad. Yeah. But there's like a girl named Gal. There's a big bull named Ricardo. And then there's a dude named F. Norris, which I only, I can only <laughs> imagine means fuck Norris. Yeah. That's pretty it's like funny. A dope Chuck Norris guy, uh, and it looks pretty crazy. So fight and rage. Um, yeah. So we just have some movie news. Uh, so hold on, I'm put my glasses on. I'm really old. I'm just sitting far back, so and I have nearsighted. Uh, <laughs> so we've got a new Star Wars movie in the works. Uh, oh being, no, we do. Yeah, being directed by Taika Waititi, which is pretty cool. I mean, if you're a fan, he's a very comedic director. He directed Thor Ragnarok oh, no. uh, and. Oh, no. What we do in the shadows, uh, hunt for the wilder people, like a lot. But I mean, Thor Ragnarok's great. Fuck man, what? There's a new like mainline canon movie coming out. It, I don't. I, they have not said anything like that. They're they're not saying it's the next. You know, it's starting another trilogy. No, no, it's just another Star Wars movie. So it's probably do like you know, you know. Do we know what it is. No, no, just that oh. he signed on to direct it. So I don't think it's it's in the Star Wars universe. It's going to be something like a Mandalorian. I'm sure. You know, I mean, that's a series, but you know, a, a side story. Oh, which I think, I mean, he's got he, he's great, but you know, it depends on your threshold for comedy in your Star Wars. Uh, I mean, the last trilogy I thought started out great. I enjoyed the Last Jedi, but I mean, I I can see where it kind of fucked everything. You know, it kind of like <laughs> pumped the brakes on the trilogy itself because it you know went a complete different direction. And then this last one was just dog shit. So, and I think I haven't was... seen it yet, so don't. I still don't know the spoiler. Okay, yeah, you're good. Um, I'm not going to say, it. but I mean, I don't. I don't think there's any sanctity in Star Wars anymore. So I'm not as big of a like. It can't be any. You know, it can't be a comedy guy. It's like John Favreau did The Mandalorian, which is incredible. So, and he's more of a comedic, you know, director and writer. So, whatever. I guess it, yeah, it, it kind of took. I guess the failing and the destruction and the. Uh, it's a word I can use that isn't the trigger word. Um, the defiling of Star Wars and the complete unnecessary, disgusting destruction of what it totally was and the demeaning of the importance of the amazingness of Star Wars that has been destroyed kind of means that now we can relax and not have to be so nervous. Like now it's like, fine, do what you want. Make a... Make a Star Wars comedy movie. It's already ruined anyways. Like it's it's over. It's it's like having an it's like having a wonderful relationship with somebody in a marriage for 30 years and then fucking finding out they just cheated on you with your like dead dad's femur bone. It's like it sucks. It's just 
we had something special at once. And yeah, now... I mean, it. There, like, so the thing with Star Wars is, you know, I like Return of the Jedi, but that was already wacky and a little bit. Yeah, you know, it was already a turn. <laughs> so there's like two really great Star Wars movies, and then there's the prequel. Like, you know, Return of the Jedi is great in its own way, but it has its issues. Uh, and then there's fucking. You know and the prequels, prequels, which Yeesh, some people like, thing. but they're you know they're they're not universally loved. And then there's the new trilogy, which I felt like started high and you know was a lot of homage and a lot of like rehashing of the same story. So there is issues there. I just I felt like it set up some interesting characters. I liked their dynamics. Um, mm, name an name an interesting character from the new trilogy. Kylo Ren. I, I love Kylo I don't Ren. Need to be rude to you. Um, oh. Really? And I uh, and I liked Ray in terms of uh the new like another nobody who has the force and whatever, you know, like I like the idea that she's a nobody, uh which I thought they did a good job in The Last Jedi of being like having Kylo Ren be like, Your parents were fucking drug addicts, you know, they were like junkies who left you on a planet. You're not special. You have the force, which is cool, but you're no, nobody. No, no, they were drunkards, not junkies. Well, whatever, right? you know. Yeah, there were something like what he said was basically like they're, you know, they're drunkards who left you and sold you for beer money, basically, you know? Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. I won't say yeah, what happens. Yeah, because everyone thought like she's going to be Obi-Wan's granddaughter. And it's like, no, you're a nobody. Yeah. Fuck I mean, you. wait till you see uh, Return, Rise of the Sky, whatever the fucking stupid name is. I imagine she's Palpatine, whatever, but whatever. <laughs> uh, anyways. I, I, I liked Ray. I really like Finn too as like a stormtrooper who revolts and becomes part of the resistance. That's really cool. We've not seen that. You know what I mean? There's Um, you're right. Actually, the Finn actually what I'll say is the idea, the concept behind Finn was cool. I think the ex- execution was trash, but the concept of like a, a stormtrooper turning sides, I think is really great. And I don't mean to be rude and I'm not I'm really not trying to naysay it. I just think that Everything about that character is just it's it's golf balls, it's goofball shit. Even him as an actor is like I can't take him serious. He's a goofy, funny joke guy. No, dude, you've not seen Attack the Block. I've I've seen Attack the Block. Dude, he's like so serious in that. Yeah, wish he would have channeled some of that in this one because that was a really cool movie. But I really kind of feel like Attack the Block was dope and. It was not because of him. It was because of whoever wrote and directed it. I thought it was cool. It was more about the gang of kids fighting those dope glow monkeys. But he, no, what I'm saying I, is, and I'm not saying he's bad. I just think that they could have had a better actor. Like that's a really serious thing. Like that should have been a a dark angle, and it was a silly, jokey. Well, then that's not shit. him. You're complaining about writing and and directing. Which, okay. Then that, that's enough. what I'm saying. Like, it, in fairness to him as an actor, he has range. That's all I'm arguing there. Okay. okay I agree with enough, you that, you know, again, they really wanted to have a similar relationship of like Han and Luke, you know, so we had Poe and Finn, and, you know, I, the, the level of uh, redundancy there or the level of rehashing is a little annoying. You know what I mean? I, again, I loved those characters. Um, I think. I think his, I think Finn's arc is whack and doesn't really go anywhere. I think Poe's arc ends up being pretty whack. Like, you know, he has growth as a character. You know, he's he's very, like, cocky and whatever, and he kind of learns humbleness in the second film, but then they kind of throw that out the window again. They Every- didn't throw, that's not humility. He was just emasculated. No, not, no, not no. Not to be literal with the gender shit. The second film just... 
basically they just said fuck him and for no reason let's trash his character and let's make these other characters just say fuck you you're not part of this movie we don't care about you in this mission that's all it is it's not that he he didn't have any growth arc like all they did was tell him fuck you you know we're not going to tell you like it sucks they didn't really write anything for him he didn't really do any- i can't even really think about what Poe's beats are i disagree because they i mean it's Last Jedi being what it is, you know, there's there are there are people that have feelings on it. I ta- I tried to take it as unpolitically as possible, like as to remove Me the too. politics of it. So, what I saw was more a guy, uh, you know, who is in a military role. You know, he he works within, you know, it's a resistance, but they are a, they're counter military. You know, they're they're another army, and he was doing whatever he wanted and fucked up and so then he had to take a step back and learn not like learn to follow orders and you know that's sort of the the arc there i mean there's some there's some issues with last jedi i really liked a lot of it but the the central chase is really dumb but whatever um the first time that we found out about fuel in star wars anyways (laughs) go ahead exactly and then like (laughs) someone light speed jumping one foot you know like like one foot in terms of a spaceship you know what i mean like and turning it off like you know how quick (laughs) you'd have to be to turn like come on man also like no one's no one's bringing up like with all the hundreds of ships that have gone hyperspeed in all star wars films you never thought one of them would have ran into like even a pebble of an asteroid that would have ripped their ship apart. Yeah, like, like that. You would think, you know, I would always have rationalized it as like, no, the ships are made to know, like, to see ahead far enough, even at light speed. So then you would think there'd be some sort of system inside of that ship that would not allow you to crash your ship at light speed through another ship. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. Because if not, then yes, like you said, they'd be popping out of light speed into fucking asteroids or into other ships that are just floating by or doing, you know, it's, it would be insane. Yeah. Um, but keeping on the news, actually, uh, this um, there's some cool news for The Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, both mm-hmm. Robert Rodriguez and Peyton Reed have uh, confirmed they are directing episodes, which I'm a humongous Robert Rodriguez fan. So I'm really excited that he's going to direct an episode or, you know, I don't know how many episodes of The Mandalorian. Um, Peyton Reed is uh, the guy who did uh, Ant-Man 1 and 2. And um, I feel like he did something else. But, um, you know, he... I still haven't seen any of all, any of that, Mandalorian or Ant-Man's. Oh, Mandalorian's great. Ant-Man, Ant-Man 2, I really liked. Ant-Man 1, I really enjoyed. I mean, because, you know, I, I like the character. I The villain's kind of... Eh. But that's a Marvel thing, you know. That's like yeah. Of... But then again, you got Paul Rudd. He's, he does a good job usually. Yeah, no, Paul Rudd's great. That's what I'm saying. Like he carries the movie. It's not really like the villain kind of is, but the rest of the characters I had fun with. Um, and then spinning off of Star Wars, that's all of our Star Wars news. But uh, there's a Joe Exotic series being produced for Netflix by the guys that did um, American Vandal, and Nicolas Cage is set to star as the, the main dude, which I have not watched. Um, the tiger king or whatever but they're doing like a scripted series based on it and nicholas cage is going to play joe exotic so and i at first you're like that's crazy but then you see his face and they like have him side by side and he looks like him like he'll he'll be a good joe exotic in terms oh, of oh he's going to be a great joe exotic uh i want i i don't want to talk about it but i did watch maybe 25 to 35 minutes of the first episode mm-hmm and, I mean, you went to film school, so I think you should watch the first episode. 
It is 100% a scripted, fabricated show. I'm sure that chick did kill her husband. And I do know that he was always kind of filming and he has been a tiger guy since the 80s. Mm -hmm. I believe you. I believe that all completely in the 90s. But I think someone was like, look at this guy. Look at this crazy shit. Yo, let's hit him up. This guy obviously needs attention. Let's tell him we want to do a documentary and let's write a show. I can tell you completely because in the first 20-something minutes of the show, they are doing something where they're pretending is canon and it doesn't involve the main actors in the show, the main characters like him and whatever. And uh, they pull up to a location to interact with civilians, not people who you would understand are cast members. And just a way where like there's already a camera there before the, sh before the vehicle gets there with them in it. The way that they're dealing with the civilians – and the civilians aren't acknowledging. There's a camera over there. It's a it's a fake TV show. Now I was listening to a podcast today where someone was like, "Hey, did you notice around episode five or six, it started to feel a little bit fake?" I caught that shit in the first thirty minutes. It's a completely fake show. It's I do get it. He is a tiger dude, and he does do the thing. And Carol Baskin also has Tiger Rescue. I get it, but the show itself is completely scripted it'd be like you know how like lately it's been a little rougher for our intros we just go straight into weeks but you remember before we would almost sometimes have 40 to 45 minutes of banter before we even got to weeks and it would be so random mm -hmm. like one time you and me talked about sylvester stallone for like 30 minutes <laughs> and that was off of like a little you made like a little common joke and i was like ah stallone and then we just riffed on stallone for like 30 minutes and that was natural. Now that we're a little bit further away, it's kind of hard to have that. It would be like if we faked those. And we said, hey, dude, how funny would it be if uh, – so when we start the podcast tomorrow, let's talk about action figures and um, like like making our action figures fuck. And then we'll tell funny stories about being embarrassing kids knowing what sex was. And then we fake a segment. That's what that whole fucking show is. I can guarantee That's you. most documentaries though. It's – No, but in this one, it's you can tell like it's narrative. Like – you can tell what documentaries they do. Like even sorry to break anyone's heart when it comes to like some of the greatest documentaries ever, which are Planet Earth and whatever. Uh, when you see a really cool story about an awesome meerkat, and you're like, today he woke up and he caught a beetle for breakfast, but that night the family of meerkats caught a boar. They're clipping together ten years worth of like four years worth of footage, and they're they're using puzzle puzzle pieces of like shots from an animal to tell you a story. So sometimes in their, in those planet earth shows, they'll be like, this meerkat's name is Layla. And we're going to show you her thing. And by the end of it, whenever they're talking about the meerkat Layla, they've shown you 20 meerkats. Yeah. yeah, yeah of course. It's just to, fake. Well, it's to narrate kind of the, a day in the life of that name or what their life is like, yes. you know, what their environment is like. And that makes sense. But yeah, when it's like faking an actual story, like faking this shit is stupid. Like they're like, and I get it. The guy's crazy. But like when the woman got her arm ripped off, uh, the very next shot where he's running to help her, he has a custom made uh, paramedics, Joe, Joe Danger paramedic jacket. Yeah. Did you did you catch that? No, I've not watched it. Oh, it's like as soon as this, and what ends up happening is like an actual civilian who worked there. Mm -hmm. They basically mostly employed like felons and shit and losers. This fucking lady, her dumbass, puts her hand in the tiger cage and a tiger rips her arm off, like at the elbow, just tears it off. That was real. 
But then when he's running up to go help, he's wearing a custom-made EM, like his version of, oh, this is my emergency jacket. Someone got hurt. And it's like, and it's perfect and pristine. And actually, it's a pretty baller jacket. I'm not going to front. The guy's got some dope fashion sense for being an eccentric maniac. I wouldn't wear it. But um, it was just too much like, oh, this is made. This is made for people. And I feel bad saying this. Anyone who started that show and binged it in a sitting or within two days is an idiot. Like you're easily malleable unless you knew that 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 show was somehow candy for your brain to have fun with because there were people online literally arguing, oh, my God, they have to reopen the case. And they actually did reopen the case on the chick who killed her husband with the fucking tiger, sardine oil, whatever. Um, But anyone who really sat through that shit and was like enraptured is fucking stupid. And even, dude, Joe Rogan was like, I fucking couldn't stop watching it. Joe, you're a fucking idiot, and you should know better. Like, I, I can't. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Fuck that show. Uh, well, you know, it's funny. Uh, the next news story, and our last news story, is about Sylvester Stallone. Sweet. Uh, he confirmed on an Instagram uh, Q&A session oh, that know, Demolition, know say. Yep, Demolition Man 2 is in the works yeah. uh, at Warner Brothers. <laughs> Maybe we'll see how the shells work. <laughs> it's one of those things that's like this is 30 years too late or you know 20 something years too late like he's so old man he's still jacked he is but old. it's you, you think dude. you could beat him you think you could beat him up in a, you think you could beat that 60 fucking something year old man in a fight uh no hell no but <laughs> he's too fucking he's too fragile to get away from my car when i hit him with it now like he used to be fast yeah. now i could just hit him with my car um, he's also really like hurt. Like he's got yeah. like a broken neck. Well, dude, like, I tried to watch Rambo Last Last Blood because it was free on Prime. It is so bad. Like th- Rambo this what? Last Blood, the the newest Rambo the movie final, that came final? out. Yeah, I didn't see it. Ugh. It starts with fucking <laughs> a flash flood happening, and for some reason Rambo's on a horse saving some girl and her husband. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Oh, I can tell you why that happens. Because he wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's bad. So the movie the movie starts, right? And I'm on a horse and uh I'm really ripped, okay? And uh, I saved this girl. And yeah, then the husband look, tries to great. save uh, her husband tries to go save another person, but he dies. It's it's yeah, bad. Like I next, could, next it, scene I'm in a in a bar and these three Taiwanese women are giving me a back rub. And then my boss from the fucking pizza place in middle school comes up and says, I'm sorry. And my mother says she approves of me finally. And they're like, Sylvester, Sylvester, this is the <laughs> meeting room. And he's like, yeah, this is going to the movie. It's, it's weird. It just has, it doesn't feel like what the evolution of what John Rambo is. Like, he's killed so many people. Like, he's like <laughs> a fucking murderer. Like, the last one, I saw the one before this one, and it was insane. <laughs> He's, he's shooting a guy with genocide. a fifty caliber fucking mounted <laughs> from like, gun from a foot away, and the guy explodes. He's from like less than five feet away, yeah. and he hits him with a fucking rail gun. And that shit was oh. awesome because it's just like what Rambo, like Rambo, just you know whatever. He just fucked around and killed people because he's got PTSD oh, and whatever. Like he's got treated, treated like shit coming back from Vietnam. Like it was an interesting commentary on what happened to real people that came back. You know, like it was a cool movie. Now it's first just blood, bullshit. First Blood is a classic. Is yeah. it, it really, truly, truly is like a really wonderful, great experience. Especially if you're into action movies or dare I gender some shit. Like a young dude growing up in the 90s, like dudes like Stallone and Schwarzenegger like and Van... Dude, Van, Van Damme. Damme. 
Dude, that was Jean-Claude my Van Damme dude. made my life. He made Bloodsport might yeah, have dude, been Blood the Sport. greatest movie that ever existed when I was a child. Dude, Bloodsport, Kickboxer, Lionheart. Dude, Lionheart. Um, I saw that in the theater and it <laughs> fucking made my life, dude. Yeah, dude. Remember when he was fighting that guy in like a swimming pool and he, while he was wearing like a wrestling leotard singlet? Yeah, dude. Didn't he have um, long hair in Lionheart? No, he had a mullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He had a mullet, yeah. <laughs> um, dude, God, but Bloodsport dude, was down. so good. The fucking different fighters, like, secretly, my favorite fighter in Bloodsport sucked and got beat up real bad was the little monkey guy who broke yeah, the coconuts African and shit. Dude. dude, he was my favorite, and the sumo guy just crushes him. Yeah, and then he and then Junk Love and them does the, uh, the split, nut punch. Yeah, the split to nut punch. Which, that is what made Mortal Kombat happen. Did you know that? Yeah. That's why Mortal Kombat uh, Midway wanted to make Bloodsport the game, and Van Damme was going to do the motion, the the mm-hmm. digitizing, and they were going to make a fighting game based on Jean Claude Van Damme or Jean Claude Van Damme. And uh, problem was he got hit up by Capcom to do Street Fighter the movie, and they were giving him more money, so he was like, "Nah, I'm gonna go do this movie and do a bunch of cocaine and fuck Kylie Minogue in freaking Australia or wherever it was," because that was the thing. Did you know about that? No, what happened? Apparently, during the shooting of Street Fighter, the movie, Van Damme was at like one of the peaks of his cocaine use, and he was also actively having an affair on set, fucking the hell out of Kylie Minogue, who was a, a European pop star at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, She was She's like a one-woman Spice Girls. But that was late. That, yeah, that was but, later yeah. in her career. At the time, at that, she was big in Australia. Um, I th- was Australia UK? It might have been UK. UK. I don't know. Yeah, she's European and she's like a one woman Spice Girls. And at that time, bro, it's like known. Him and her would just sneak off and do tons of blow and fuck, and uh, and then go shoot their scenes. And that's why it, the movie's a mess. But, um, yeah. So then Midway was like, "Fuck it, guess we can't." So Midway made the character Johnny Cage based on Jean Claude Van Damme. So it's pretty nuts. Um, yeah, that was another fact, but I forgot it. Bloodsport, all the oh, Bloodsport. Did you know that? So, Bloodsport is based on a guy named Frank Dukes. Did you ever know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank Frank Dukes was a guy, yeah, yeah. the guy he plays in the movie. Yeah, he's a real uh, fighter, and that story yeah. is like loosely based on right. you know like real fights that uh, you know a real know, underground Frank, boxing Fra- thing. Frank 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 Dukes was a real dude, mm-hmm. and the and the movie was based on Frank Dukes, and then after the movie, it had been a huge sensation. <laughs> It came out, and everyone found out that dude was lying like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he was not a martial arts champion. He just tricked everyone. You know when Joe <laughs> tells a story about the guy that goes into the woods and pretends to do a kumite? Well, whatever. Basically, Frank Dukes was a fraud. He was not. So, even though Bloodsport is one of the greatest martial arts films ever that touched the ball sack of every young boy in the nineties, um, and you know made him grow from the testosterone, uh, it's a it's based on a farce. It's kind of sad. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, Demolition Man 2 could be fun. Like, honestly, you know, being real, it could be fun. But it's just like, it's a weird one. If 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 Stallone steps back and he comes back as that character but isn't the main action star, then great. Like, let you know, have another person be the new person and they have to go to him. You know, like how Arnold's been doing in Terminator. Like, he's... The last one he fights a little more, but you know, like he's he's not trying to be fucking action star. He's letting other people take that, and he's just kind of, you know, helping out. But yeah, it's almost like something I just said a moment ago. What Ram, what 
uh, Stallone could have done, except for you have to remember the egomania some of these guys have, is by so this Rambo Last Blood and before was John Rambo, right? Yeah. So John Rambo, maybe in this one, start teaching a protege, start teaching a replacement, like almost the way that like you know like Terminator did. Terminator kind of like remember the one that everyone hated with the cyborg guy, Salvation or some shit. Like that was a thing where mm-hmm. have, the one that had Charles, uh, 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 you walked through my set. Yeah, yeah, that was Terminator Salvation. Yeah, they uh, they tried to like push the the story forward and have John Con- like have it go for it. It wasn't great. That movie's yeah, not like, bad, but it it wasn't great. It's like, bro, you're 65, dude. You're not taking out yeah. a base of 40, 50 dudes with machine guns. I mean, I get it, but nah. Well, who knows? You know, I mean, I, I, my biggest kind of, uh, kind of worry about this is not even Stallone. I think he's going to do fine. It's Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Is he going to be able to perform? Uh, luckily, it's not. Uh, he didn't do a very physical role in the terms of martial arts. It's not like Blade, so he just gets to do guns. So maybe that's cool because, like, I'm not sure if Wesley Snipes has ever been the same since he went to prison. Uh, yeah, well, we because, haven't. It's been a long time since he's done any acting, right? No, he he. If after this is done, look up. You can look up a movie he did. I think this year, man, or last year, and it's like a it's like a it, it would be the equivalent of a straight to video, of a straight to video movie, and he's mm. kind of it kind of just looks like shitty. It just looks like a shitty action movie, and you would think, you know, I don't think we'll ever see Stallone in straight to videos. Like Jean Claude Van Damme went straight to fucking video in like the early two thousands. Like a lot of like it's um, unfortunately I really love Jean Claude Van Damme, but he went like even like The Quest. I think The Quest might have been his last movie in the theaters, uh, and I didn't even see that. Um, I heard Pound of Flesh was good, but. I mean, I don't know. Like Van Damme has a lot of movies that, like Van Damme is almost, and I hate to say this, he's almost kind of like a Seagal. Yeah. Because he, Van Damme does not go to the box offices. Van Damme goes to your fucking DVD player. That's yeah. where his movies come out, and yeah. I feel kind of bad for well, that. Well, Seagal's even worse, dude. Seagal's the worst. He is the Steven Seagal is the worst martial arts star ever. Like the transition. There's nobody more embarrassing or bad, or his movies were always bad. He was always bad. There, I don't think there yeah. was ever a period where Steven Seagal was good, and I don't think there's. I don't think anyone can show me a scene of a movie with Steven Seagal in it where I would say, "Wow, that's badass." But you better fucking believe there's a couple of shots of Van Damme doing that spin wheel kick where you're like, "Fuck yeah!" You know, like it gets a little bit hard when you watch it. So yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like if, if like we said, if they just take a step back and it's like you know they they have like new people that take over to to be the leads, and then you know you see those characters because they're still existing in that world. Great, right? We've, yeah. We we push that world forward. Awesome, but I don't. know. Well, I don't. I don't think those movies are really. I mean, I can't speak for you, but you're my friend, so I think I know you a little bit. I don't think those movies are really in our lane because even me, like I loved. Rambo 3 was one of my childhood favorites. Rambo 3, RoboCop, Hamburger Hill were like my favorite movies as a child, like a like a pre-middle school, like 1993, like third grade, second grade, like my favorite movies. I don't watch movies like that. I don't watch like – I've never seen The Expendables. I don't care. 
I mean, I, I, I can enjoy, I can enjoy him, but yeah, no, Demolition Man wasn't. It's not like a classic for me. It's not something I no. cherish, but. I, I just care. the idea of these really late game sequels to movies that are like they're fun in that way like yeah it's a goofy ass movie that came out in the 90s you know like let's watch it you know like be like Keanu being like we're making Speed 4 or whatever you know Speed well they're making uh, Bill and Ted but that's different that's like a cultural yeah it's like it's almost Bill and Ted is almost like your clerks yeah style. well and they've been talking about it for years they've had the story for that for years man and yeah. I think what they're talking about, because they're being pretty transparent about it, like they've dis- they've talked about the idea, makes sense. It's the idea of what if you knew you were destined to do this thing and you didn't know how to do it, you know? They're destined to make a song that, you know, unites the world and makes, you know, world peace. And now they're old and they haven't done it. That's like... A oh, that's really- the plot? Yes. To write the ultimate song? Yeah, because remember, that was their thing. Rufus told them, in the future, Wild Stallions writes music that brings the world together. And wow. that's why they all do the party on, or you know, whatever, be, be excellent to each other. They do that like hand shredding a guitar yeah. motion. And it's because that's their destiny. The second Whoa. movie is a little different and goes a little wacky, but you know, they, they do still have that as like their burden. And so well, I, I think it's uh, such a cool idea to have this like, what if you were saddled with the idea that you have to do, you know, you have to at some point write this song and you haven't done it and you're 50. You know what I mean? I just had an idea. What, maybe they didn't do it because they never had the song. Because that song better be good. A, well, no, a, no. A, I mean, a, yeah. A screenwriter can't. No, that song, either the song's not in the movie or the song's in the movie. No, yeah. You, the song. you clearly be, don't do the song. You know, you, you, you like do a before and after right like you do like we're gonna go play our fucking dumb song or you make it a really dumb song right that they're just like oh we're you know we're fucking bill and ted like whatever you make it like their dumb hair metal song that somehow becomes so famous that people you know whatever well you know who did it before right who wrote one of the greatest songs in the world and it actually kind of almost is you know what it is i just said it Mm -mm. tribute Tenacious D. Oh. So so the song is about them running into the devil. And oh, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Yo, yeah. We, we played the best song ever, but we forgot it. Yeah, it yeah. It was the best song in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's but a tribute to the song to that they But if you the way write. that tribute is written, it really is a hands-down masterwork of a song. It's a really, like, it, it, like, take away the jokey lyrics and shit, but it really is sonically and the way it's arranged an incredible song. Well, that's it's the, almost like the that's the fun part of Tenacious D. They're really good at making good music. <laughs> like they actually yeah. make good music. Like incredible music. Well, like the song Wonder Boy is is yeah. incredible, man. And it's almost like a thing that I always say. Yeah, I bring it up, and it's annoying, but the theme song to Pokemon is one of oh, the dude, best songs ever written. It's like really sonically and like arrangement wise, and to sing it, it is just so representative of like the perfect jingle same thing with um uh eye to eye from goofy movie oh dude goofy movie is or, great or, st- or sta- stand especially the two main ones above the crowd yeah dude <laughs> stand out and eye to eye are incredible songs that if dude, you listen to them you can't deny like this is powerful fucking i'm not music, even going to front goofy movie makes me cry <laughs> yeah it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time um it's my tinder go to 
when I when my first thing when I, uh, if I ever use Tinder, the first thing I ask them is, "What's your favorite cartoon movie?" They usually say some dumb shit, and then if they ask me back, I go a goofy movie. I'm basically Max. Mm. I am Max. <laughs> you might as well call me Max from now on. Um, well, I love a goofy movie. It's the greatest. It's the best, dude. Best soundtrack you know, ever. You know what that like I always say too is like Coheed and Cambria. They make music about comic books, but they're it's incredible yeah. musicianship, right? Like it's like they shred. It's, it's just, along the same vein where it's a it's almost it's not subjective anymore. This is objectively powerful music. Oh yeah. Welcome home. You can't hear that song yeah. and not bang your head. Even though it sounds like that that uh that remember Puff Daddy did the thing for Godzilla and mm-hmm. he covered yeah. that band. Even though who who is that? Zeppelin. they covered Zeppelin. Even though Welcome Home for me, I th- always thought it was a cover of that Zeppelin song. That riff is pretty much kind mm-hmm. of yeah, a yeah. They they do but a similar. Again, yeah, you can't really copy dun dun dun. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. But um, I don't really care for Welcome Home. But when it comes on, it's like whoa, like well, this it's just there. It's it's their song that's played out. You know, it's like you've heard it so much. It's yeah. but it, it is just powerful. Like when you hear, it, you're like fuck, it's Stadium. Like yeah, I man. saw them live and that shit slaps live like it's <laughs> cuckoo nuts but anyway so demolition man too speaking but, of slang that is one that's crept in because oh, i like when it you though and Senya were on discord you guys are like this song slaps yeah i think it's and funny ca- i've just, caught myself too i think it's funny because i think of it as like you know from um i love you man uh slap at a bass like i just think of it like that like oh, okay you know whatever. i like it because it sounds like this rips because I really like Chris D'Elia, and he has a saying, life rips. Yeah, buddy. And I like that. No, it's good. Chris D'Elia's the shit. I have no interest in him. It's nothing personal. I just like, he, I don't know. And it's it's probably just my perception of him. You know what I mean? But I just, yeah, I I'm feel like huge, he's douchey. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan, and I don't even like his stand-up that much. Yeah. Uh, his his new special is actually pretty good. Hey, look, I love um, Tom Segura. don't like his stand-up. I, like, I think he is one of the funniest people. Uh, I'm not a big fan of his stand-up. Really? Did you watch the new one? No, no. I, you know, I've I've seen him live. Um, Wait and... a minute! All of Segura's standups are hilarious. See, I think my problem is I started watching his standups after listening to your mom's house, and it's a lot of the same shit he's already said, and he said funnier in that. You know, because it's. Okay. I think he's naturally so funny, like his cadence and his manner of speaking. But like when it's produced, like you know, like he sit, sat and rehearsed, like. It just doesn't feel as natural, and I really like him in his natural. Like I think conversationally, he's one of the funniest people there are. Yeah, and like I yeah. thought Christina's stand-up was a thousand times better, but it's because I had already heard all his really? stories. You know what I mean? So the stories weren't hitting me. Where she wrote jokes, like he his his comedy's mostly like mostly stories. You know, that's the name of yeah. one of his stand-ups. Norm was mostly stories, completely normal ball hog. Yeah, and so Peyton Lafferty, and I'm a ball hog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like I said, you know, again, I think he's one of the funniest people on earth. I just, I'm not big into his produced stand-up. Like, I think Christina's was better because it was stuff I wasn't expecting. You know what I mean? She's writing jokes, and she's just kooky, but anyways, we're... I love we're, her. I love mommy. We're getting um, late. Just lesson to say about them, I know it's getting late, is Delia's is different. Delia, I find him funnier on his podcast. His new special is pretty funny. The other ones are all right. And it's a big deal for me to say they're all right, because he starts off, I believe, incorrigible, with like a fucking six or seven minute Street Fighter 2 bit. Damn. And I'm still like, eh. 
It's not yeah, that that's good literally like if somebody made comedy that just said Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> and he makes a bit about like this lady who like was heckling him and he like talked shit at her, but she was kind of a burly, like take no shit lady. And he's like, he basically says it looked like Blanco was coming to attack me. So he, so he starts like pretending to be street fighter characters fighting her. And I was like, I should be on the floor laughing, but it's just not good. Um, he, his podcast, he's, I'm dying laughing and he doesn't take anything from his podcast to the stage so there's no like with tommy you yeah when you watch tom you, you're gonna know some of the bits he starts talking about you kind of get it uh but not anyways so so our closer is final fantasy 7 right yeah we'll talk just just get a little further in you know you've played a little bit more not not as much as me but you know i know you started kind of digging in more because we were going to talk about it um yeah i'm on chapter 14 i'm at the point where they're like do the side quests here or else you'll never be able to do them again you know okay because you know they're like once you enter shinra tower basically that's you know there's no coming back okay so that's the end game is mm-hmm. shinra tower yeah and um my buddy mirrors uh from comics Lobs, he uh he told me that like the last couple chapters fly like i mean chapter like 10 was really short you know, it's like it's yeah. it's weird. It was like nine was pretty long, then ten was like one, you know, one two scenes, and then, you know, thirteen's uh, pretty long. So, whatever. Um, I'm a little bit further than you because you you just did that. You're at the end of the train graveyard, which I actually Ugh, I gotta say, I after Walmart and a lot of people were saying like it gets better after that. And I'm like, I don't see how. Somehow it really did, and I think it's because clouds opening up more, like. He's being more of a character. You know, it's not just like, whatever, the money's, you know, if the money better be good, I'm just a merc. Like, so what do you mean? After Elagor? No, after, what, what's Elagor? So like, so like in the sewers. Elagor's the, the 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 reaper. We can say this because this was the original. You do wall market, then you go to the sewer, and then after the sewer, you go to the train graveyard. Well, I think it's and, it was really after Aerith and Cloud spent enough time together that he started to break his shell down. Like I I like oh, I yeah. enjoy the story more, and I'm really liking some of the stuff they've added. I love the um, so the train graveyard, so the the plate, like that whole thing, you know, sector seven, like that yes, part. Is- I'm really liking it. Like it's yeah, really they well. They did risk that in the original, right? That's why you have the fight at the yeah at yeah the yeah. They just pillar. they go through with it, you know, like the, in this. And I just think they're doing a better job of setting. Oh shit! Shinra. I didn't know that. Fuck. Oh, that's the train graveyard. That's why you're there. No, uh, oh, I go shit. through with dropping the plate on Sector Seven. Oh, my blunder! I, I, it's it's hard because everything. No, you fucked up because you, what you should have said was no, no, no. They don't drop the plate. How can they drop the plate on Sector Seven? You're gonna destroy. Anyways, thanks. It's, I'm, it's fine. I'm just kidding. You're okay. right there. It's literally the next scene. So I know. Um, no, don't I have to climb the tower and do the fight? Yeah, but that is all part of it. Like that's the okay. whole thing you're trying to oh, stop. Man, that would have been a moment. Yeah, I know, my bad. It, it, <laughs> they don't okay, they don't really even show it, so it's not like something you're it's just it happens. Anyway, sorry. I it's I, okay. I got mixed up. I thought that was what you're coming back from. Um mm. there's a whole segment where you play as Barrett, and oh that was actually God, that really fun. That would have been so traumatic. Wow. My bad. It's okay, it's okay. Um there's <laughs> there's a whole section where you play as Barrett, and I really liked that. Like I'm hoping the next game, if and when we ever get it, because it's just in the planning stages right now, like Jesus Christ. Like they should have already been making it while they were doing distro on I, this one. I think I think they're spending time creating all the assets they know they need. So I think all this time, even though they're not building the next game, mm-hmm. I think hopefully if they're smart, they're saying, look, we don't know what we're gonna do, 
but we know that you're going to have to make a giant serpent. We know we're going to need a chocobo farm. We know we're going to need a cosmo. Like, yeah, I yeah. I think they we know, need, like, they, they we have need at an least open 50 world. enemies to model. Dude, we need an open world. We need, And not, like, huge. It doesn't have to be, you know, the entire planet. What we need is, like, fields of grass and shit and, you know, like, yeah. little sections of trees that we can run through and fight monsters. You know, like, yeah. how Final Fantasy fifteen is... I would hope there's sections like that in seven, like a blend of fifteen and twelve. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, what I hope is, like, I hope you're able to switch your main character out. Like, you can during combat, obviously. But like, I really enjoyed playing Barrett. They have a like a function he can do, like a he can shoot things and kind of break walls down and shit. Like, you'll see it. It's it's cool. I hope they do that. That's like a very breath of fiery. Uh, oh, you thing. mean you get to play as him, just him alone? Yes, like you okay, lead. Because when you're in a party, let's say you're with Barrett and Tifa, Tifa. I don't like saying Tifa. Fuck that. Barrett and Tifa. Um, you know you can you can switch who you control instead of always controlling Cloud. You can't walk around as them, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I in the world. So. No, I believe it's in the options. You switch who no, you no, want to no. control. You switch who you start combat as. Ah, correct. You're right. That and that's cool too because you know like it is kind of annoying to to switch through them because if you're trying to get a weapon you know trying to master a weapon real quick like if if the enemies are like kind of weak you like hope you can hit them with the ability you're trying to you know like master or yeah. whatever um but yeah I'm I'm gonna up my score uh to a four out of five I think it has it's got problems um it is very sure, linear uh but. I, you know, I was playing it wrong, like I said. I, I realized, like, I just wasn't paying attention. I was like, I'm just going to, you know, be Dark Souls. I'm going to fight everything and, you know, sparingly use spells because, like, whatever, uh, and roll around and, you know, just try to, like, action game it. If it's going to be an action game, that's how I'm going to play it. But that's not what it is. Like, you have to control everybody because they don't have the best AI. They just, like, they don't use abilities because, you know, they, like... I could see not using spells unless you use like auto heal or like you know if they had a a materia yes. that's like auto cast. Uh, if I if I assess something and we know its weakness, auto cast that. You know, that's fine because yeah. you want to conserve mana. But like use abilities, dude. What what you're saying right now is a main issue I was having today that I figured out, uh, which was really bothering me because. <clears throat> I would set my character's material all up. I would set the like right now. I've been running around and best, uh, best fucking option ever. It's just me, Tifa, and Eris. It's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, it's and, really. Good. Um, I like the moment where Tifa's like, "So who the fuck is she, dude? Like, what's up?" Yeah, like, yeah. And he's like, "I don't know. I saved her, then she saved me, and round and round, we just keep saving each other." And she's like, "You sure that's it?" It was when uh, you could. It was when you get thrown into the sewers, mm-hmm. I and believe, you have to pick who you pick, and up. you have to pick who you talk to first. See, I and picked something, Aerith. Ah, something told me like this matters, and mm-hmm. I was like, I was like Tifa, she's my childhood friend. And when she, she gets up, she goes, "Hey, so where'd you meet this girl?" And he's like, "I don't know. I I saved her, then she saved me, and then round and round, and then Aerith wakes up. What does Aerith say if you pick her first? Uh, you just say like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "Yeah." And uh, then you like help her up, and then you turn, and Tifa's there waking up, and you're like, "Hey, are you all right?" And she's like, "Yeah," but you can tell she's like, "Damn, bro." <laughs> yeah, like, damn, you're helping her out. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Uh, There's a weird scene, and I won't spoil it in any way, but I want you to talk to me about it when you get there. It yeah, because is... honestly, I love you, dude, and I'm not mad at you. 
But you might have ruined like the Aerith gets killed for me in this game. No, it's it's really <laughs> by like... telling me the plate falls. That would have been I would never have thought they would let the plate fall. <laughs> and the gasp that I would have at two thirty in the morning tonight. I would have been like, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing awkwardly because I did it. I just got the order of it wrong. You You know what I mean? It's okay. Well, they have you crawling through a bunch of ruins all the time. So like, (laughs) there's like a there's like a segment afterwards where you're like, you know, you're you're kind of going through the ruins of it all. And I'm like, I thought that's where the train graveyard was, but I forgot Barrett isn't with you during that. So it's like it's weird, but it's fun. I'll say Barrett has to go save Macy or whatever her name is. uh, I'll say one thing that annoyed me is the designs of those ghosts in the graveyard are so Kingdom Hearts. It made me nuts. Like, oh, and I'm so sick of the fucking Dementors from Harry Potter flying around. Like, I'm so over that and the mystery of like, what are they? (laughs) But hey, how about the ghosts just be those Dementors? Yeah, why? Why, do why are we having those yeah. cartoon bubbly Disney ghosts? Yeah, it's really dumb. It looks like silly, and I figured, why show me Dementors or, or ghosts, and then give me this like cartoony it's, bubble thing to fight? It's whack. You're like, wait, why are there two types of like? Why, what are these things versus? I don't know, but there is a section uh, or a, a scene. Um, it is at Aerith's house uh, at night. I want you to talk to me. What? Tell me what you think about it when you get there. And oh, we go back to her house. Yeah, yeah. That that you know that there's a there's parts where you can go in and out. Uh, when you go back there again, uh, somehow you're able to get that chest in her room, and I I couldn't get it. I don't know when you're able to. There's a part at some point because okay. you, you know you see it in the first time you're yeah. there. I remember I saw it's it. It's a it's some kind of uh, charm. Don't tell me what it is. Like it's it's a equipment piece something. Oh, okay, I couldn't get there's, it. There's a materia I missed in the sewers. The green one? There's a green one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't... It's weird. That's the one fucking time they don't point it out, and you can't see it. Because I... I mean, at least I couldn't. I, I looked everywhere. I during, during one angle of a dialogue interaction, yes. you see it. Dude. And then, and then you can see it while Why you walk say around, it like but that? you have nowhere to go. Did you hear my Boston accent? I was like, dude. Uh, dude. Dude. I was there, that same scene. I'm like, wait, where is that material? How co- where was that? Like, I looked at every possible way. I, I thought, at least, you know, like, I really am trying to take the time after missing the Chocobo and Mog materia. Like, yeah. I try everywhere I am to look at every corner, look up, look everywhere. And I'm like, how the fuck did I miss that? Well, it broke Aerith and Tifa. They ran, like, after that scene, you're, like, on that ledge, and there's, like, a little railing in a corner. They would just run at that railing, and Everywhere I went after that, I, they would run back to that. And like when I'd start combat, they'd appear, fight, and then run away. It was very weird. That has been an issue. And I have an issue where every NPC says their dialogue at the exact same time. Have you had that? Like, Are you running through groups of NPCs? Well, like I'll stop a cutscene. So like there's a scene you're watching the news or whatever. You know, like everyone's like, oh my God, something's going on, you know, whatever. And then, so you're listening to this thing, and then it cuts back to you can walk, and like everybody's saying everything all at once, and that yeah, happens because all the time. When you're in public, people don't take turns talking; they're having multiple. I, I know what you're saying. It is it is cumbersome because the left side of your screen turns into like oh, a I chat turn that feed. off. I turn that off. You can turn oh, okay. off the dialogue, like the chat. I know. I read that shit. But it's like that, every, might, be, it's, it that d- might be why it's annoying. It doesn't sound natural. Like, because everyone's uh, at the same volume level, you know, like 
people yeah. are all going like, I am a guy and my kid is over here and I have a dog. And then there's like a lady like, I saw a squirrel yeah. the other day and I saw this and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh my God. Like, I don't I know. I mean, I see what you're saying. It depends on where your camera is pointed. When you rotate your camera, it takes into, mm-hmm. it pretends that your head is the camera and it takes into a, 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 a cord. Account. Your, your, the position, account. Thank you. The, the position of where your ears would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does do center. that. It has like a situational audio or directional audio. Um, uh, yeah, stereo. But that's that's like a little, you know, that's like a little thing that it is a bit annoying when you every run once through in a while. city, bro. Everyone's like, yeah, it's just it's uh, like they're yelling it. their dialogue at you. Like, yeah, hey, I like saw a dog. <laughs> you're like, oh my god. Um, uh, combat wise, I still think the lock on and the cameras really bad but yeah. i've learned to like cope with it and i haven't died that much like i because i use i'm, I'm trying to use everybody's abilities and you, you need to switch characters like you have to juggle enemies because they just all go like you are god now and god is in barrett so i'm going to attack barrett or god is in tifa now here we go like they don't just stay yeah. focused on who's attacking them they go who you are so it's just, you know, it's a matter of, of starting an uh, ability with someone, jumping over to someone else, you know, pumping some damage to get their ATB, do an ability there, switch to someone else, you know, make sure you're healing. The one yeah. like the one big thing I get annoyed with is the interrupts to spells, um, like oh, heals God. especially. I'm like, please, God, just let me fucking, like, it let takes my ATB even though I didn't get to cast it. That's yeah. bullshit. If you get interrupted mid-spell cast your atb is gone yeah and god forbid you're trying to heal because you're gonna die (laughs) like it's like that's what i uh was gonna say that when i first was just saying is what i figured out today was is i was playing and i was like so right now i'm fighting elegor which is like a grim reaper in a chariot and i have to do pretty cool design by the way um pretty cool fight but it's also like kind of annoying oh yeah it is Um, i just meant the graphical design (laughs) Yeah, it's cool design. He looks cooler than the regular version, even though it's very, very. I re- I really like how these bosses look like they looked in the OG game. Yeah, yeah, um, they've done a really good job in that way too. There is a, a a a lot more good than I was giving it credit for. Um, just I wanted to say that out loud. Yeah, they could have like gears of war it and made everyone hyper stylized, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Even though everything's still pretty fucking crazy, but um, so in that one, you basically have to mainline Blizzard, and then you need wind attacks for when it's flying and then that's basically it and then just know how to juggle the fight and i'm fighting and I'm fight- everyone's got their magic and then what i've always been noticing is i'm like dude i will be playing and i will i will build up four atb gauges and use them before one of my team members will build one atb gauge when you're not controlling your team member, yeah, dude, they're it's... doing one action every like 15 seconds. Yeah, it's very weird. So what you what I realized what you have to do is is dude, if you just switch over to like like I need Aerith to be on point because she's my main healer and she's my she's my Phoenix down. She's my revive. bro. Her laser move, by the way, fucking yeah, it's a cool move, amazing. <laughs> so uh, so I would notice I'm like, bitch. I have casted magic four times, and you don't even have one ATB gauge right now. I just realized you just get, you got to switch over to them, attack two or three melee times, and you'll get an ATB gauge. Yeah, it's so, good to keep one save, one or two saved up on your healer, like yeah. since they're gonna be just kind of dicking around when you're not controlling them. Just keep it so in emergency, you're like, oh shit, I need to heal. You know, have them cast a spell, and always have them have amplify for their heals. 
it makes them heal a little less, but it heals everybody. What's Amplify? It's a materia. It makes uh, your... Oh, okay, it's a materia. It's a blue materia, have... and it's uh, you link it to something, and it'll cast that spell multiple times or on everyone. So you oh, use it you for heal. Oh, you mean Magnify. Magnify. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, Magnify. That's what I have. Oh, cool. I sh- right? That's true. I've been using Magnify for attack spells, which is stupid. I should be using it for cure spells. Yeah, group heals, dude. Fuck yeah, man. So wonder how dumb I am, dude. I didn't even realize. <laughs> I was like, why does it say my heal, uh, you know, materia on cloud is max level, but I only have cure? And then I saw a little arrow, and I was like, oh, I'm oh dumb. god, that's how the old one used to be. Yeah, I just you know I haven't played <laughs> in so long, and you know whatever. No, I might be wrong. I think in the old one they would have them. Separate. Yeah, they were just know. like up and down, right? It was like I don't know, whatever. But, but uh, that's yeah, the kind I of shit I that I realized. Like when I would talk to other people, they'd be like, "Wait, you didn't know that?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm just not paying enough attention. Like, I'm angry at the game so much that I'm not playing it, and like, you know, like I'm not sitting down to play it. So then I forget. Even if I did learn something, like it's been a week and I forget. You know, I need to pay yeah. more attention. And then I just started p- trying to play. Like, <laughs> instead yeah. of just getting annoyed and being like, "Fuck this game," you know, like I'm just gonna power through it and you know use all my heal items and just get through this fight that's not a uh viable strategy to beat the game and i do want to beat it yeah, i'm not I mean, gonna you, you can it. beat the game with that strategy the only issue is is that money <laughs> it's just your 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 in-game currency which it's not even really that it's just it wouldn't be enjoyable get any, you're not going to get any better at the game yeah and the the worst thing to do is to get really frustrated at something and then just say, fuck it, I have 80 potions anyways, I'll just power through it. That's the worst way because what you're going to do is, is you're going to kill that thing and then you're going to be like that cheap-ass boss fight instead of understanding it yeah. and knowing how to approach it. There is uh, still a, there's still a little bit of it that is bullshit. Like some of the fights that, like the Hell House fight, I... Like you had told me, it's like you know pretty much immune to physical. So like, you know, I brought spells and I brought like my strongest shit, which was fire, and then lightning. I had you know on Aerith. Well, it's basically healed by fire for most of the fight. Like it cycles through uh, elements, but it's mostly just fire. So like, I just had to run around, and it was just like a twenty-minute fight that didn't need to be that long. Like I was like, this shit is just a slog, but. Those are few and far between. Like, Elagor was a little long. I, I agree with you there. Like, I was like, oh, man, this fight's kind of going on. Like, it's just throwing spears at me a bunch of times. And I just have to, like, dodge them. <laughs> yeah, well, I had a problem with that because I fought it twice. So I fought it once, and it was being a bitch. But I knew I had, like, two characters had limit breaks, and I had a summon, and I'd almost killed it. And I didn't equip steel material, so I couldn't steal mm, the, the blade. So you're like, the, fuck. The, the, yeah, I, I couldn't steal the blade, the blade staff, staff yeah. for uh, Aerith. for Aerith. And I realized, okay, I I'm gotta start pretty over. sure somewhere in this game, I can fight this thing again. Can you spoil something for me? Is there another arena I can go to? No. And that arena does not change its lineup, other than the three stages per character. Um, and you know what sucks? I missed doing Aerith's because i was like oh i'll have time to come back and i fucking didn't do it so i didn't get her second it limit wasn't break. worth anything i don't think they what, what, what do they give you you get a limit break can... oh yeah you get cloud's limit break for doing his and his second limit break's pretty good um and you get Wait, Aerith's I did second. clouds what do you mean a second limit break you have to equip cloud, it cloud i only have 
cross slash. No, you have to go into options. You have it if you did his. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I, I did hers as well. Oh, then you have it. You just have to go into the options somewhere. I think it's battle, and then you change the limit break. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't get to select them, which is kind of dumb because like everything else, it should just have a little menu yeah. that goes like which also, one do you want to use. It's it should also be. It's almost like Street Fighter Three, where they were like, pick what super move you want. And every other Street Fighter game is like, no, everybody has two or three supers. Do them contextually when you need them. Yeah, like make your play smart. Like I know that like Aerith, her normal is Healing Wind, which heals everybody for like basically a high potion's worth. And I'm assuming her her next one is heal everybody from ailments or or debuffs. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm assuming her other one I is. I don't have it, so... Yeah, um, I have it, but I haven't used it. Like, I would normally want to restart the game having known I missed, like, Chocobo and Mog, even though it's a dumb materia that I will never use. It's like, you know, normally I would be like, well, I have to restart. But, like, some of that beginning stuff yeah. frustrated me so bad that I'm like, I don't want to do it again. Like, now I would, I know I could beat it and I'd play better, but it's like, at the same time, I have, like, bad memories of it. Yeah, so I what you need to do is keep, I know it's hard to do, but you got to keep, uh, a save state somewhere yeah so i i realized uh i had missed that materia in the sewer so i didn't save over my save i normally just keep one save but i have one that's just from before that save so i could go back but i'm like later i looked it up and like it's just another it's green material so it's nothing worth like i don't think it's anything you can only get once the green ones usually get a couple of um it's yellow blue and red and purple are the ones you like kind of want to grab there like you can buy the purple yeah. ones but i don't know i feel like money's really light in this game like i never have enough money to like buy out all the you know five thousand dollar um uh arm arm bang, Yo, bang i'll agree with you on that uh i have not paid for any accessories or uh what, there's 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 like jewelry accessory. yeah your armor is basically your accessory it's accessories okay. which is like earrings and necklaces and then and then your armor is your bangle mm -hmm. i haven't bought any of those because bro i'm doing everything you can in the game and i still have like 10 grand 14 yeah. grand yeah and then like a bangle is like three thousand dollars and i'm like bro that's like all of my shit yeah and you have to buy like, like the new materia from homeboy chadley because you know you want to get at least one of each one so that you can have it and you know you know well, if it's it's worth it but luckily for what they did was is when you unlock a new materia he sells it to you for a hundred yeah bucks. yeah but then if you want a second one it's two or three thousand yeah and i always and like Ugh. i do always clear out the like yellow sale items at the vending machines always. Like, yeah yeah because they're, they're on super discount yeah, yeah, yeah. mega potion for 300 bucks or some shit um so yeah so i fought elagor the, the 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 thing and the first the the final the the grim reaper in the train graveyard and i knew i was going to kill it but i didn't steal so i didn't have steel material so i quit i let it kill me i go back and and now i configure my material perfectly because before everybody like i read i read a thing like i i don't give a fuck i'm not like yeah yeah you're not like i was talking to our boy caprio he's like i like to beat it myself the first no fuck that these bosses are literally like, hit me with a fire spell and I'll gain 5,000 HP yeah, back. You literally just assess about. and it tells you. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm not about to fucking live that life. So I looked up, what do I do to Elegor? And what I do is I look up text. I don't look up video. Yeah, you don't want to see a video. But like, just to so, say, like, bring this spell and this spell. Like, Make sure you have these two or whatever. Yeah. Because I don't. I and I had to fight it. Sets. 
I, I like I said with Hell House, I beat that first try. I beat like I've beat every boss first try now. Like I haven't died or wiped other than one time uh, in the beginning. You know, in the early part, like I said, with the two like mounted machine guns and the grenade guys, like all that shit blowing me up. Yeah. Um, I haven't wiped, but I'm not playing optimally every time because you can't really know going in. You know, like yeah, you don't know what's gonna be in there, and you may not have a materia like equipped like i like to like role play so what i mostly do is my elemental on my sword is poison because i think that's fun yeah like like, have a poison every time i hit anybody if they're organic i'm gonna poison the fuck out of them but honestly poison's like useless i'm sure it's probably useful on like one enemy or boss in the game yeah yeah but poison's like kind of stupid but i like to put it on my sword because i can't risk putting fire on my sword and healing some shit yeah yeah healing something so so I, I looked up, and also I did assess, so I saw Elagor is basically, and goddamn, you know, I, I will say thank you, but when you assess an enemy... They literally not, fucking, it's like a kid's book of how to beat it. Yeah, not only do they say, they, they, they tell you one paragraph in like white, or like, this is an ice-based enemy that's like ice-based, and likes to do icy shit, which you should think, man, I bet you they're weak to fire. Mm-hmm. And then if you use a fire attack, it'll update their profile and go, oh, they're weak to fire. No. In this one, then there's a yellow, bright yellow paragraph that goes, when they do this, do that. And yeah. when they do this, do that. And, and by the way, steal from this guy because he's got a weapon. And dude, not even only that, that was they go, bad. he's got a weapon for Aerith. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I mean. That one was looks. bad. It was just annoying that it's like you're telling me everything. Like, yeah, that boss fight was bad. They told me. So I already knew the fucking blurb and assess literally told me weak to blizzard, but if it's flying, use arrow on it, which is wind, and that will stagger it. So I'm like, great. So I look up online and it just says the same shit. It says uh, it's weak to blizzard, but use wind if it's flying to bring it down and make sure to steal from it. So I'm like, all right. So the first time I was fighting it with wrong materia, and I also didn't even, I didn't level up my weapons a little bit. So this time I like leveled up some of my weapons. I did some stuff. I prepped and I fought this thing and it it killed me when I had it to like basically one pixel and two of my teammates died. Aerith and Cloud died and I'm Tifa and I have like a super high powerful attack limit break I'm about to do and I click like X on the do. And it just was at the tail end of an animation or something that hit me and killed me. And I was bummed uh, because I'm having a couple little problems. Uh, the first half of the fight obviously is very easy. Not very easy, but it's easier to deal yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not, doing, it's not doing the thing where it does all the spears at you at the same time and that shit. But now it's weak to Blizzard, and Blizzard is the fucking stupidest attack in oh, the yeah, game. Oh, yeah, because it shoots a thing that can hit things in the world and not hit it. It was just really annoying. Well, the thing what Blizzard does is when you cast the ice Oh, magic, no, it makes the ice in the world, and if they run away, it doesn't hit them. Well, what ends up happening is, is it creates a large icicle bomb exactly where the enemy is. Yeah, that's what I mean. And if it they takes move. about two seconds for it to blow up. But if the enemy just walks away, it's no longer in the ice range. Yeah. Now, this is great if the enemy is staggered because they're not going anywhere. Or if you, you know, you're fighting. So once you get to the second half of that fight, 
the chariot is just running in circles. So if you cast Blizzard, the moment you cast it, your icicle stays where you could cast it, and the enemy, the boss, just Elagor just runs away. So I'm like, fuck. And then when I would cast Arrow, I don't like the fact that it's called Arrow because it sounds like a bow and arrow. Wind, they say cast wind in the air, but when I would cast it, it would seem like my wind spell would try to hit him, but he's moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't so do I any never, of that. I would never stagger him, and I'm having, I was having trouble. Uh, I did also notice it. You can't just steal from it. It has to be either staggered, or like in a state. If you're just fighting it while it's on the ground and you try to steal, your percentage of getting that it's it's going to say steal unsuccessful. Oh no, I and got it first try, and it was really? I just ran in with Cloud, hit him twice to get my ATB because I have him with ATB boost, and like hit him once or twice, so got it, and I immediately stole and it, it pulled it, and I was like, good, I don't oh, have to do that again. Dude, I stole. That's why I lost that boss fight. I stole from that thing like twenty times, and it was like unsuccessful, unsuccessful. So I was like, fuck, I guess I have to stagger it. And I stole from it on like a stagger or something, not even a stagger, but like a stumble, like when it was kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. I think I broke a wheel because what you can do is yeah, you can yeah, also yeah. Focus on I the did wheels. that too. Yeah, yeah, I broke a wheel and then I stole and then I got it, but then it killed me last second. Uh, and then now everyone's racing to the tower. Uh, so I'm kind of scared. I think I'm. A, am I about to beat the game? No, 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 no. I'm imagining this. I'm going to kill Elagor. I'm going to get to Sector 7. We're going to climb the pillar. I guess now I know it's going to fall. <laughs> Sorry. Then I'm going to do a Barret mission, and then I'm going to go to Shinra Tower and beat the game. Yeah, I th- I mean, it's going to be drawn out more, but I think that's the next thing. Yeah, like, fuck, and the side quests are whack as fuck. Like Dude, it seems like this game is fucking not very big at all. Yeah, that's my big. That, that I think is my biggest issue, is what they <sighs> added to the main arc. I love, but it's it's artificially drawn out by a lot of dumb things. Like they make you walk slow a lot, and I'm like, you're literally just adding minutes to this game. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I wanted to say that too. Is it's. I mean. I think I said it last time as well, and I even I even heard finally some other podcast. I think I heard it on Sacred Symbols as somebody wrote in saying like, "Hey, is it me or like do most new games make you squeeze through tight passageways a lot?" Yeah, dude. I found one today in Seven Remake where I have to like sneak through a little passageway, and then there's like a little like five by five foot room, and then another little mm-hmm. like they made me do it twice. Yeah, and then and also what I'm really hating is sometimes they just decide that I can't jog and I have to like yes that's what I'm saying walk they just make you walk really slow and I hate when they tell you you can't go somewhere sometimes like all right we're running you know like we can't you can't fucking veer off the path because something bad's happening but it's like yeah if someone's just like let's go over here and then you try to go another way because you're like wait I see something they're like no and I'm like, like no fuck you dude cloud this way i'm like, it's like yeah this bitch. is so counter to what final fantasy has taught us and you know like what gaming has taught us is like if yeah. they say go this way go the other way make sure you get the chest that's going to be there that is the rule donkey kong country taught us that shit you know like yeah i don't know but yeah it's almost like well right, but the boss before elagor the big yeah ghost, the, the mini the boss ghost, yeah as soon as you get near his room 
the door just the camera focuses on the door. Yes, it's so and I'm annoying. like, wait, but there's a thing over here. I need to walk. And first off, Cloud's like walking really slow, and, and it also won't like, let you turn go, the camera. They go, you can't turn your camera anymore. And I'm like, look, dude, I'm gonna go to the room, but can I just turn around for a second? Maybe I want to go use the damn uh, safe space again. Don't stop me. F- like, I get what it is. It's because games are made like to progress, and they don't want you like and this is none of their business, wasting time getting lost because normies get lost. Like normies trying to play these games. If you give Final Fantasy VII or like a Chrono Trigger to a fucking normal person today, yeah, they'd be like, "Eh, "It's too much." Like, I, 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 they would miss a lot of stuff, which is okay too, because part of what was cool about those games was like being like, "Wait, I missed that shit." Well, I'm gonna go get it. Getting stuck, yeah, getting stuck and not knowing. Like, imagine being in Chrono Chrono Trigger and being stuck in the prehistoric world and not realizing like, no, the portals in the castle where you had that cutscene and you're just, your dumbass walked out of the castle. And now you're like, I've been playing in the prehistoric world for 187 hours. I don't know where to go. Go back to the castle, idiot. There's the portal. Like, so like games back in the day would let you get lost and let you fuck up if you fucked up. Cause there was one way to go and something to do. And there wasn't always a panic button or there always wasn't a, Hey, listen up. And a big glaring mm-hmm. point, like go yeah, over steal here. so that you can get a weapon for Aerith. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah, like yeah, that man. should be something you miss, and you're like, oh shit, you know? Yeah, know. like that message should be, like, hmm, seems like this enemy may have something stashed away. Like, give me something like that. Don't say, be sure to steal from this enemy because it has a weapon for said character. Come on, dog. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you like? How dare you? Anyways, Anyways. but I am am enjoying it. I I still think it's cool. Yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot more now. Like, I kind of, like, let go of the annoyance that I had with it. I think what was happening was, like, I was just really upset that everybody, like, was like, it's fucking perfect. It's the greatest game I've ever played in my life. And I'm like, I I think it's good. (laughs) But, like, it has issues. Like, it's not perfect. And I think I was, like, pushing back against that, you know? And I just had to be like, stop being that guy. Would you would you want to give a critique against somebody? Uh, not against, but would like. All right, so you met my friend Sal. Remember, one of the greatest mm-hmm. people yeah. ever. I know, really nice guy. Uh, he wrote like one of his like blogs about this. Like he doesn't do many, but every now and then mm-hmm. he writes like, a blog, and he wrote like his like kind of spoiler free like my thoughts now that I've completed this. And I'm kind of. Did you ever friend him? No. You should friend him. I should. Um, because I want to see what you think of what he says. Because I'm not going to say he thinks it's glaringly a plus gold, but I know he has a very positive view of the game, and he also is a primarily old school gamer like us, but not as hardcore maybe. But I think it's still comparable because Seven was a big game, and I'd like to see like what you think about. Like how he says it, because we like, especially you or like we will pull up like really nitty gritty shit. Like, look, man, this game is great, but that camera drops you an entire point. Yes. And it really like, you know what I found myself doing today? Fighting something, a boss was either the ghost or the Elagor. 
And there was like, I knew I, w- I knew it was staggered and I knew I had like a power. I was doing good, but my camera was stuck against, we were near a wall. So my camera yeah, was stuck against the wall and I was staring into the ground and it was clipping with part of the boss's texture. So my screen was just like the inside texture box of the boss. But I knew I was doing damage. And I knew yeah. if I moved, I'm wasting stagger time. Yep. So I knew, hey, I'm doing good. This just kind of sucks that this camera is trash. Yeah. And I hope they fix that. You know, again, we're getting more. So I hope they fix a lot of this stuff. But th- that's my biggest thing, too, is like, you can't <laughs> say it's perfect or they won't fix the shit that's not yeah, perfect. Yeah, dude, that camera dude. is shitty, dog. Look what Sonic did, bro. Speak out. <laughs> exactly and like Speak you know out. Uh, you know that's a big contentious thing in the world like people bitch and they changed it it's like yeah and now it's a good movie that people loved like sonic was you know nicely rated like people liked it i have friends that hate it but whatever uh i enjoyed it and i thought he looked like sonic like once they fixed it it's like yeah he yeah. didn't have to look like a real hedgehog thing in the world like he still didn't look like a like it could be real Bitch, make yeah, him look like it, fucking sonic it still would have been a fun good movie it just would have been an hour and a half of like a really weird looking thing saying I'm Sonic and you're like that's yeah, not Sonic. That's not Sonic. Like <laughs> no you're not. Like it's like I'm Sonic like no you're not. <laughs> I'm Sonic. Look at my incisors and canine. Look at my human teeth. Yeah. Look at my <laughs> look at my, look at my <laughs> little eyes. Like it was just weird and then they fixed it. And you know, it's one thing like you know, you don't want to let audiences dictate movies too bad but it's like no, no when it's something that comes from they spent money on it the reason the movie's being made is people have liked it for a long time like just do it right like you know oh if, that's different that's a it's a you're making a film based off of a cultural it's like a cultural or generational like ip like yeah i know you paid for the rights but just because you paid sega 10 million dollars doesn't mean you can make Sonic red now. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you... I mean, you can do whatever you want when you have the money. It's just not going to fly. But it ain't going to fly. And I'll give you one great example. Street Fighter, uh, The Legend of Chun-Li. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. That Did you bad. ever watch that? Yeah, it had fucking Vega in it, dude. Vega was taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, dude, it's so bad. <laughs> and Balrog, here's a good one. Balrog, Balrog was the guy from Green Mile, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, and it's and, like, dude, uh, you the had Bison Mike Tyson. was great casted too, but the movie was trash. Yeah, it was not good. And I mean, look, look at Street Fighter the movie. Like they same thing. It's complete they, yeah, mess. It's a fucking mess, and it's because they just didn't respect the source material. And that's the weird thing about Mortal Kombat the movie, like. It's good. Like, you know, I mean, Killed obviously it. it's it's not uh high budget, but like it's a good Mortal Kombat movie. Pretty like, big. I think it was about a hundred million. No, oh, it couldn't be that much. No, no, no. This it was is a, the it 90s. Was pretty big budget. Yeah, it was, they made some, it was normal they, budget. And they, and they for did that good, time. but it was when it comes to the term of Street Fighter, Street Fighter movie with Jean Claude Van Damme and Raul Julia was a fucking mess. That is nothing it it did have to do with the game, but it was so stupid. Yeah. It was just Mortal Kombat was awesome, but Street Fighter was dumb. They still made their money, but The Legend of Chun Li was trash. Uh, so, yeah, and Sonic and shit. But hey, man, it is what well, it is. So, that's what I'm saying. I hope they listen to or they recognize some of the failures. And they've been pretty good about that. Like Final Fantasy 14 got fixed. You know, Final Fantasy 15, yeah, they went back and they've fixed. done, you know, yeah. they've they've done updates and they know secretly 
like not even really secretly but like in the end they end up are going to make more money you know like they could re-release seven remake with like better combat or you know like with enhanced and if they fix that stuff they're just going to get another sale from me you know like i'm just going to play through it again Bro, you think they're not going to redrop this game in a year and a half exactly and be like buy it again with uh like one thing i'm not understanding is why is there why is there no costumes yeah yeah like What's going on it wasn't in the original do it obviously but like if you're already adding stuff and adding story add armor sets like let me buy armor and make my character look different like and then let me buy costumes that are just goofball shit you know like have the same stats or let me transmog uh gear to have like a moogle hat on you know like i don't know yeah, like final fantasy 15 redux they yeah did that. yeah um i will say one out of nowhere piece of news i forgot to uh say mm-hmm. which this is kind of really interesting a little bit midway mortal kombat 11 makers mortal mm-hmm. kombat injustice buddies fucking out of nowhere today just dropped the trailer dog <laughs> And it's like the ending of Mortal Kombat 11. And spoilers, at the end of Mortal Kombat 11, you fight this this, this crazy lady who controls... Kronos or some shit. Kronika, who controls time. Enough with the weed jokes. Mm-hmm. And um, what ends up happening at the end... This is spoilers for Mortal Kombat 11 if you haven't beat it. When you beat Mortal Kombat 11, it's a woman who controls time. And you get to go back to the creation of time and reform time. So you get and the thing with Mortal Kombat is ever since the relaunch in 2009, it's a time paradox mm. conundrum series. So you get to go set everything straight. So you get to decide whether you do it with Raiden or if you you're Liu Kang, obviously you're like God Liu Kang. Super spoilers. You absorb uh, Raiden Raiden. And you become this god Liu Kang guy. And then you decide to reform time itself. And I chose to do it with Katana and not my wife. So in this one, it's 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 before you merge with I guess I don't even, I don't get it, but whatever. You and Raiden are there. And then mm-hmm. you're like, all right, about to reform. And then you see a portal open and three shadows walk out and it's Shang Tsung's voice. And he's like, Hold on one second, motherfucker. And it looks like Mortal Kombat 11 is about to drop story mode content expansion DLC, which no one has ever done. That's really cool. Which is awesome. Because if anyone has seen any of the NetherRealm story modes, they're really, really well made. But what ends up happening is, is once the game is out, all the DLC characters have nothing to do with the story. Yeah, yeah. and So you just can't like do anything and they have a full season out like the, the the season characters for mortal kombat 11 right now it's all they're all out it's they announced uh they've all been out it's been going on for over a year it's or about a year it's shang sung night wolf uh what's her name shiva not 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 shiva sindel the wife of shao khan mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then her. we have she uh, had the gray strike streak, streak, streak in her hair right yeah, and she could scream like a banshee. Mm-hmm, yeah, and then so there's uh, Shang Tsung, which they uh, they got the physical likeness of the act the actor, who is in all those old '90s movies we love, those '90s fighting movies. He's the guy who's Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat. It has begun. Mm-hmm. That guy, he's in like it's his likeness and his voice in the game. Like he's in the game 
the outfit he wore in the Mortal Kombat movie is a is an outfit. Like that guy's in the game. It's fucking sick. And then there's Nightwolf, which is the Native American warrior, and Sindel, the wife of Shao Kahn. And then the three guest characters are that we have are motherfucking Arnold Schwarzenegger as a Terminator. Oh shit. Joker from fucking Batman and Spawn. So we have those characters from the game. And uh, and now all of a sudden they just dropped this like 15 second teaser and then they just said tomorrow, Damn. the sixth. So tomorrow, which is an hour and five minutes from now on the on the sixth of May, we're gonna find out what the fuck that meant. It might just mean like we made new costumes, but it really when he went into the comments, everyone is freaking out. They're like, oh my god, are you kidding me? Story mode extension DLC, like nobody. Nobody does that over a year into the into the lifespan of a game, so that's a cool thing. Yeah, that is Even cool. Even though you know, it's 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 nice. It's fun when companies do shit like that. You know, what I mean, I I enjoy this. I love video games. And I love the fact that we can have a podcast where we just talk about this fucking shit for two hours and forty five minutes, baby. Yep. And Spotify just charged me ten dollars on my monthly fee. <laughs> shit, God I need to cancel mine. Um, yeah, so we'll one. update again. You know, I'll I'll, I'll put. Uh, you know, we'll talk about our final ratings once we've both beaten it, um, which should be soon. I, we're both like near the end. Um, yeah, man, I'm. I'm gonna of... do every side quest just because the, I don't want to play it again. You know, like I'm gonna do them all so I get every little piece of whatever. Because I know that you get Barrett, you get a weapon for from for Barrett with one of the side quests. Um, it's something subterranean, something. Just know that. So do that oh, one. I'm always gonna do everything before I go anywhere because. Like I said before, with the whole thing, where like I really do feel like I am a, a legitimate Dark Souls affiliate, but I'm not going to beat Dark Souls on New Game Plus three. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to yeah, do yeah. that to myself. Like I'm not fighting the gargoyles on New Game Plus. Yeah. Fuck your fuck yourself. Well, it there is something to it. I'll say playing New Game Plus is fun because you get to do the shit that fucked you up because you were you know lower level, didn't have your upgrades to, with your full loadout. You know. Oh, that's and, true. And NG Plus isn't bad enough, like isn't upgraded enough that it's like crazy. New Game Plus 7, New Game Plus, you know, whatever is nuts. Madness. But like, I, I loved playing Bloodborne on New Game Plus because I could beat Gascoigne, who I can never beat. I can't beat him solo on New Game. I cannot do it. I, it's, I'm just not equipped. Once, Yo, once I played how, on New Game Plus, I whipped his fucking ass because I had my fully really? upgraded weapon. Yeah, I could parry oh, him better. Okay. Like, it just it helped in that way, but I mean, I wouldn't play the whole game through, nah. How tragic was it when I thought I was worldly a new language, and I was like, it's Gascon. <laughs> and then we found out the pronunciation is Gascoin. Yeah, Gascoin. <laughs> Father Gascoin. It's like, but it's French, dog. <laughs> like, it's, it should be Gascon. I wanted to be fucking smart. But yeah, man. I but, love so that we'll, shit, dude. we will uh, talk again. You know, I'll give a final rating at that point, but I'm sitting around a four, four out of five. Um, it's probably going to sit there, man. That yeah. camera's not going to let it be perfect. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> and it's funny because we've went opposite. Like, you still like it. You still love it. But we've now gone opposite where I'm like, I like it a lot more. And you're like, I got to say, man, that camera's getting to me. <laughs> yeah, I think, no, we're meeting in the middle. Like, you're like, we you are, love yes. it. I'm like, well, yeah. hold on, hold on. I like it a lot now. Yes. I don't love it anymore. Now I like it a lot. But it has that uh, fucking, and the, if it was just the textures, like the little things, those are dumb. Like, those are little complaints that I had. The camera is so core to the game that it's fucking hard to avoid. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
my main real thing is that I don't see a plateau point where I can just have fun and have a sandbox. There is none. It, it I'm doesn't at... look like I'm ever going to be able to like, all right, let me like, remember final fantasy 10 had arenas or film 15 where you knew you could go and fight like every enemy in the game. Yeah. 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 This looks like if I ever want to fight that beefed up dog, I'm going to have to get to chapter two and I get to do it once. So I'm in the chapter that is the open one, but it's literally just you can go to any of the sections. And, you have to walk to all them? Uh, the first mini or the first side quest is to get Chocobo Porters, but you don't get to, like, you just get in a carriage, like the one you saw Tifa. Okay, you can spoil that for me. So oh, there's yeah. fast travel? Yeah, but okay. it, there's only a couple spots, and you still have to run a bunch. But, I mean, it's not that bad. Like, it does give you that, but it's like... It's still it's such a small world, man. There's not much to do. Like, yeah, there's not. And it's so. Is there any place for me to fight high level enemies for fun? No, I'm fighting. That's a so that chocobo quest, like you basically the side quest, just go get these chocobos that ran away from Sam. You know, you just go find them and give them gestalt yeah. greens, and they come back. But two of them have fights, but they're just things you've already fought. They're just harder. <laughs> fight it fight. no but the thing is is once you kill them you don't fight them again no yeah that's my problem is that coliseum like, should be like a there should be just a you can keep going until you die or you yeah, beat 50 survival, levels yeah. every 50 levels you know every or every 20 fights say you can cash out or you can keep going and we're just going to keep increasing and we've we've got behemoths in there you know we've got like don corneo has or don corneo has you know, all these different monsters because we've seen them, you know, you have to fight the hell house. Like there should just be that. And there may be, but I don't know. And, and did I, was I right? Did I read you correctly? There is no secret ultra ultra boss. Not that I could find. No. I mean, you do special fights, which you've already done one. And then there's one more you have to do that I've yeah. seen. Uh, and that's the same, one of the same fights See, with another. That's my issue is like with role playing games, I don't always beat them, but I get to a point where I'm at a pretty high level and I like it. And I know, man, you know what? I want to go fight some fucking T Rexes or a behemoth or I want to fight ice things. I'm going to go to Dude, the ice. Dude, one area. of the best things in 12 was being able to finally kill the T Rex that you saw in the fucking first yeah. zone. Like that's one of the cool things. And going to fight those werewolves that you would farm for a while, but you had to cheese farm them, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know. So this really is just a movie. It really is. That is, I think, that's where my biggest heartbreak is. Is like I wanted an RPG, and it is still a good game, but it is it's it's basically Uncharted. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's like if you really like cool that to look at combat, play it again. Yeah, it's really cool to look at, and you're getting to see uh, a move. It's basically Advent Children. You know, like you're getting to see deeper better graphical cutscenes of these characters and you know they're fleshed out more and they're that is really cool but it's not final fantasy 7 per se yeah because the the meat of that game was a rpg you know like you could just run around in a circle and fight people forever because that's what rpgs are like you can just you well, can yeah like you yeah. could really do like what i used to do was like play for four Midgar, hours and fight guys doing nothing. Like literally just being like, I'm gonna fight guys and steal. I want potions, so I know these guys have them. Steal yeah. 99 potions. Like the thing with everyone, you have to use their like special attack to build it up. Like I'm waiting for the area where I can just farm enemies and like build everyone's attacks up. Like I I with Final Fantasy, especially, like what I used to do is after I would get out of Midgar and I had the huge open world, I wouldn't even really 
progress past the story too much, I would just be like, I'm going to run around this world and fight whatever I can kill until I'm strong enough to keep leveling and yeah. like enjoy getting and stronger and you'd find go, cool shit. You'd go like, I'm going to run in that patch of trees over there because I know that's going to spawn a different monster. Yes. And I want to see them all. Like, And then, you know, I would usually do that, see them all, and then be like, all right, I, you know, I'm kind of bored. I want to go do story and like find a new weapon. But Yeah. Or, or, uh, uh oh, there's Marlboros in here. So yeah, <laughs> I just got so every status. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, yeah, so we'll. we'll I mean, I'm hoping the next game has open world segments because you know Midgar makes a sense to be closed. Yes, but it's like they could have just been like, you need to go out of Midgar. It's not like you're in jail. You know what I mean? They could have been like, you need to go to a little settlement nearby and do this stuff and once you do that you're in a zone like 12 used to have no, you know no that wouldn't be okay because you have to break out of midgar you no one in midgar can just leave yeah they can really i'm pretty sure it's not prison uh, i think it is no I you have to like get out of midgar because shinra's after you you know what i mean like i i, oh. I don't know like and that may be true i'm it, people correct me if i'm wrong right in you know i haven't played seven in a long time but like to me midgar's just a city so it's like there should be sections where it's like, as Avalanche, we need to get out of here to our secondary hideout, and it's over here on the outskirts of town. You know, wow. we have a tunnel we dug. You know, like something like that. Like, just have a section that's open. Like, hey, but this is what I thought. Is last night I thought this because I was like, I'm not intimidated at all now. I'm about to restart a file in OG Vanilla Seven. Well, that's why I almost bought the Switch version. I'm, I'm probably yeah. going to buy it. I get paid Thursday. It's sixty bucks, but it's like to have both of those on one cart. Like, yeah, yeah. Bro. But then you have to have eight. <laughs> I love eight. I love eight. You do I? Love I'll buy eight, it. dude. If you love eight, I'll buy it right now. Want me to buy it? Should I buy? Should I buy eight? Yeah, dude. Eight I'm, is. I just great. clicked PlayStation Store right now. The remaster is really good. I think it's twenty bucks. Yeah, I'll buy it right now. It was on sale for seven dollars two days it ago. Gets wacky, it, now, but it gets wacky, but it gets wacky. But I really like Squall quite a bit. Like he's another cloud, but a little bit. He's more emo, which you know fits me. But fifty percent off. Damn, how much is it? Nine ninety nine. Hell yeah, dude. Let's do it, baby. I'm the. I bought the remaster. Guy. It's installed on my shit. I'm about to buy it right now. That means I, that means during this podcast I spent thirty dollars. Should I put Final Fantasy Nine in there too? Because I hear that's really good. Oh, dude, Nine is great too. Nine is such a good. I heard Nine fantasy is better story. than Eight or or Nine or. I heard Nine is better than Eight or Ten. Um, I heard it's a true fantasy. fantasy I love it. Game. Yeah, I love it more than Ten for sure. I have a soft spot in my heart for Eight, but I would say it's probably a objectively better game. It's a better story than most of the. It's very old school they were like we're gonna make a classic final fantasy like in a fantasy world this is what we're doing it's not like as mired down in bullshit it's a princess it's also 50 percent off oh dude it's so good i hope they remaster that or remake that at some point so but, it's 10 bucks is 20 bucks worth it for eight and nine hell yes proceed to check out and i just bought fight and rage which i don't think i'm ever gonna play again for 20 bucks <laughs> But I would say no, I probably will play it. I would say play purpose. through them, man. Play through eight and nine when you're done, because we're on quarantine. What else? Are we I'm doing? gonna play them. But it's late, and I have to wake up in the morning. So let's get out of here. Um, we love you guys. Oh, let me confirm my purchase. Hold on. Is <laughs> oh, I almost read my password out loud. Oh my god. Uh, well, boom. I if just you did, did the thing, if you want, uh, you know, 
if you want to see Jesse maybe stream some of this to talk about uh, playing through them for the first time or whatever, you know, you're at uh, your YouTube uh, Jester nine five four, right? Is where you stream. Uh, YouTube Jester nine five four is where my 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 videos will upload directly to that. But um, I don't really stream or play that much. But I'm I'm thinking of of connecting my Twitch to my PlayStation four. Okay. Yeah. Because I should, because why not? Like, yeah. I know Nana Nana the other day was like, hey, dude, like fucking let me know when you're streaming. I want to see uh, Streets of Rage. And I was like, oh, I don't really fucking stream because I don't really do anything with people. But um, I'm thinking maybe. But in the end, also, I, I'm not really as good as people who are like, I'm going to be Final Fantasy nine in three sittings. Like, you don't want to see me like running around checking every. Well, no, barely. they might if you are talking. You know what I mean? If you interact with people, that's where that's where uh, Twitch gets fun. Is like if if you're watching someone and they're actually reading chat and they're just doing boring shit, it's more for community. I watch Happy True. Hob and I'm barely like, I just think he's funny and you know, like I I watch some of the smaller Dark Souls people because they're doing like a fun, you know, uh, I'm trying to beat the game using just this one thing, you know, broken sword or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna use a broken sword or naked. Fuck it, naked runs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if, you know, I, I need to stream, but I, I'm, you know, I'm displaced right now. I don't have my camera anymore and like I'm downstairs and it's just, it's different. I don't, I'm not playing a lot of, you know, yeah, games you would for need a long to of time. come up with a new configuration. Exactly. But when I do, and you know, when I get back to it, it's twitch.com uh, forward slash nerds, the podcast, same for Facebook, uh, and our, uh, YouTube and Gmail are all nerds, the podcast. Our Instagram is Nerd Podcast, and uh, you know you've already listened to us. But if you're looking to find us anywhere else, we're just nerds, you know, at iTunes, uh, Spotify, fucking everywhere. We're hard to find on Spotify, but we're there. Um, and yeah, we we love you guys. Uh, you know, I'll be back next week with Keith, uh, and if not, probably Jesse, because what the fuck are any of us doing? <laughs> yeah, why not? Fuck it. Play some video games. Irresponsibly spend your money on Japanese IPs. <laughs> yeah. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves, guys. Stay we safe. We love you. Goodbye.